You know, I'm looking around, I'm seeing the Christmas trees, the lights. There's a lot of animosity between us, right? I say we squash the beef so we can all be a happy family. But let's do this like a miracle on 34th Street fight. Truth, that match was already made, already advertised. It's happening. Oh, well, we better get going. 34th Street is a long way from here. Siri, how far is 34th Street? Truth, you gotta be the last guy in the building to know this. This match is happening in this ring, and it's happening right now. The American Nightmare before Christmas. To after the week before Christmas, and out from my mouth came a warm and too cold that Shinsuke would pound. While your daughter is nestled, all snug in her bed, ambitions of championship down through your head. Shinsuke is plotting to leave out your story, to ruin your plans and extinguish your glory. The nightmare is over, the nightmare is soon. The mist bands its eyes for the nightmare is you. You bastard, you cancer, you prance you need me. You vomit, you stupid, your father was in red. My goal is to see that you are living in pride. Merry Christmas to you. I will be your last white. Welcome back. It's Wednesday as normal, and it's the Top of Wrestling Podcast. I am the professor, Mark Fantasia. And hey, we appreciate you guys listening every week. I'm not even going to list everything. That's getting old. I'm done with that shit. But hey, it's, it is the uh, never-ending Season 5. And the best part is, it's our holiday episode, and it's our, uh, well, it's our last episode for before the holidays because we're off next week so shit's gonna get crazy because this week's top topic oh as we teased it last week it is non-wrestling three bigger better weirder and not only that man we got not just one but we got two weeks of the monday night wars and if you think wow holy shit that's gonna be a long segment don't worry it's easy to go through we're able to to muster our way through in a very quick version of it because we could phone it in just like they did 
a lot of squash matches, a lot of bullshit. Uh, except, I oh man, Raw brought it, I feel like, both weeks, personally. But we can get into that. Uh, it is the top of wrestling, and we don't do this show unless we have ODM, Joe Rizzo. Yeah, it's fucking holidays, man. <clears throat> you know, one of the best parts about the holidays is fucking feasting and boy did we feast before we started the chicken nuggets are in the belly and uh we're gonna see where this fucking train takes us but uh it is the holiday episode so merry christmas happy hanukkah tip top tet quasi kwanzaa kiss my ass kiss his ass kiss your own so ass on, so far <laughs> yeah thank you i fucked just <laughs> watched it a co- you know what i gotta be honest with you for some weird reason we are on a holiday movie kick more than normal. You get your your uh, have tos every year. You have to put Christmas Vacation on at least once, right? Uh, but this year, yeah. Well, actually, have you even done that one yet? I'm planning to. Um, we've done Home Alone. We've done Deck the Halls, the Danny DeVito and uh, Matthew Broderick one. Not bad. Jingle All the Way. Uh, we've kind of worked our way through a lot of them for some weird reason. We're just like every night. I'm like, I'm not even in that jolly of fucking mood. There's no snow anywhere near me here in California. It's just been raining like crazy. <laughs> we, yeah, we just got snow. Well, it's not even an inch. Just a dusting. But yeah, man, I haven't, I haven't watched. I don't think I've watched one Christmas movie yet. That's how far you know what crazy I watched. Been just running, around, you know. You know, Sucks. I will say what I watched on Sunday. I watched this team just laying the smack down. On them boys. <laughs> and please, let's not have to go make round two on having to edit shit this week. Please, ODM. But I got to say something. Last week, we we called somebody out saying that they were a bitch. And I got to go one more round. I'm going to say this person's a bitch. Let me ask you. For the last several weeks, have I not talked about this one dude that every week is a major Cowboys fan and talking nothing but just shit on the Bills the whole time, right? I've mentioned it on the show. I've mentioned it off air. During the game, I did have a friend that wrote on uh, on Facebook, shh, we're just not talking about it. Like, halfway through, we're like, ah, look, this is a pretty fucking good blowout right now, but let's keep our mouth shut because it could turn around because we are the Bills. Um, stayed solid. But... With like two minutes left, this one girl that I that I went to high school wrote, "Yo, Kevin, where are you at?" And I wrote, "Dem bills, right?" And he wrote, "I'm taking notes on all you motherfuckers when you guys don't make it to the playoffs or blah blah blah, whatever it was." And I said, "Well, that I said your notes will be good as TP, so just wipe your ass with those notes." I went to school with this kid, right? He's just one year mm. below me. I know him or whatever. And he wrote, yo, I haven't seen you in this many years, and you're going to be this much of a dick and talk shit. He goes, bye. And I go, bye? This bitch unfriended me on Facebook because the Bills put a whooping on the Cowboys, and all I did was write, oh, one more thing. I, I or Did I say, did your phone die? Did I mention that? Did my phone die? No, 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 no. no. So after oh. I wrote Dem right. Bills... Uh, and he didn't write anything. I wrote, I tagged him. I wrote, Kevin, did your phone die? Yeah. Like, and, and and everybody was laughing at. We were all. It was all in good fucking fun. And then he's like, whatever, bye. I'm like, you know what? That says 
everything I need to know. So my cue to you, good sir. Kevin, you a bitch. Hit the music. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. I don't give a shit that like, okay, fine. I'm not friends with you on Facebook anymore. I was like, but right. Really? That's really what you went to do. Like we were like, wait, I just want to talk to you anymore. That's it. That's it. And I'm like, now, now I hope fucking God you are in the fucking Super Bowl, And for some goddamn miracle, we are there. (laughs) I'm going to friend request you the day of the goddamn ball. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I like it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's talk some wrestling. Um, Man, you know what? What's that? Karma can be a bitch. And I'm not talking about Awesome Kong. I'm talking about you make a video game, you call a move a move, and uh, you end up with that move as a disease in your body. He has a move called diverticulitis? Apparently. There's a rumor that in making the game, they called the F5 diverticulitis. That's I did hear that. Which, I did hear that, yeah. If you think about it, why did Brock Lesnar leave the UFC? Yeah. Diverticulitis. Yeah, almost died so at they, a fucking so, uh, three feet. Yeah. So they mocked in a way by naming the move that in AEW's right. Fight Forever. And and by the way, he is in charge of the goddamn game, if I'm not mistaken. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. Is hospitalized. I'm not saying you know it, it's karma. Like it was just kind of funny. I don't know if that really is. I I haven't really looked into it to play the game to see if it really is called that or not. And if it is, Jesus Christ! And I hope they don't have something called like AIDS or cancer or some shit. Well, it is AEW, so you never know. I mean, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, that sucks. That, that That's not a cool thing. I mean, it can be mild and not require surgery, you know, um, you know, and you can live a fairly normal life. But I mean, in some cases, yeah, I mean, it could kill you. It's it's not very uh, pleasant from my understanding. So it, it sucks to be him. Hopefully he gets over it with no long term effects. But yeah, man, uh, you, you you brought it up. The karma. I haven't looked at it either yet on video to see if that's an actual thing. And at this point, it's going to be tough because there could be deep fakes out there, right? So that's you don't my know point. If you're yeah, the real yeah. thing, right? But here's the thing: back when the game com- came out, I put it on my Amazon wish list as an idea, right? <laughs> hey, when Christmas comes, hey, you want to buy me something? Here move to move stuff. later. <laughs> um, I think I just deleted it off the fucking list. I'm like, I don't care. Here's the thing, too: they just re-released it for like a hundred bucks, and you get like four extra wrestlers. So this is going to make you laugh. I when I bought my PS4, I went excited right and got a whole bunch of shit and you know i got the game and it's Mm -hmm. been my most least played game of everything that i fucking bought but because i knew they did this re-release thing i i'm not gonna pay more money for the second setup or whatever you could download right but i'm like i'm just gonna plug it in and see if maybe i could play the certain online game right to do stadium stampede 
you have to have a PlayStation Plus account. You can't even just do just regular uh, PSN account. You have to pay to play that fucking game. And I'm like, nope. But all the mini games, they it, when you first get the game, you have to go through the Road to Elite, uh, like I don't know, their universe mode or, or career mode or whatever you want to call it. And throughout time, you start unlocking games. We only get three in the beginning. When I turned it on the other day, all 12 were there. I looked into it. You don't have to anymore. They're just giving it to you with the new uh, bug improvements. They'll just give you those by default. I go, good, because the rest of your game was sucking a dick. So at least I could play with these uh, other games, which one of them is like a ropeless ring. And you, it's just like sumo wrestling, pushing everybody out of the ring. Last one standing. Oh, okay. Right. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's better than your wrestling. I'll at least give it a try. So, I mean, it could at least put my $50 to use. Yikes. All that aside. Yes, he is hospitalized. Uh, Kenny Omega, that is, with diverticulitis. And what's crazy is I did not watch much of Dynamite this past week. But I did watch his promo with Jericho against uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks. And in that promo, Kenny, to me, seemed off. If you go back and watch it, when he's talking, he kind of fumbles over his words. He's kind of just not, like, he just... He seemed off, and it was a day later or two days later that he was hospitalized. So, um, and he said if he had waited any longer, the doctor said that it could have been really, really, really bad. So, Mm -hmm. hey, um, best of luck to him. Sucks that that's what's going on right now. Um, And he's not the only one that is out right now. Uh, Charlotte Flair, (laughs) from what we saw with that botch off the rope, yeah, I, I know. I took a different pivot for a second. That's yeah, really funny. Like, yes, that's not I what you. I was expecting. But no. Okay. Uh, another injury that when we watched the Charlotte Flair thing with Oscar on the top rope, well, it turns out a torn ACL, MCL, and meniscus, and she is out for nine months. Yeah, I mean, that's hmm. the estimate for now. I mean, you know, she's a super freak of an athlete, so it could be a little sooner, but something that extensive, they're probably not going to rush it. So I think nine is pretty conservative. Um, yeah, I think she hit her head on the mat too. So I think she like strained her neck too. Yeah, it was just it was just a bad fall. I don't know what the fuck happened there, but sucks. If she has any pain, mo- she should maybe think about getting some medicinal marijuana from a doctor, or she could just go check in with her friend <laughs> Spliff Morgan. Spliff Morgan. I saw this on Twitter, and like I think maybe five minutes later, you texted me, and you put Spliff Morgan in the text. And at first, I looked at him like, "What the fuck does he? What is he?" I'm like, "Oh, dude!" And it's great the picture. Like everything that I saw on Twitter, there was no details about what had happened. Every comment was her mugshot, and said, "Well, we've got another inductee to the hot mugshot picture." I know. I'm like, God damn! Even your mugshot, you look good. Um, it's funny because. There's a, a meme that was going around of her jumping off the top of, like, a Titantron thing or something like that that she did recently in a pay-per-view, and she was kind of getting all extreme and shit. And it mirrored a thing of Jeff Hardy doing the same thing, and then both mugshots, or both mugshots right next to each other, and said she's really, really trying to take that Jeff Hardy route. Did you see that she was, I believe... I would assume because of how they were side by side, 
It looked like she was MJF's date to the premiere of Iron Claw. There's a mm, video I, I saw of them together, and he goes, I'm just here with her to make a whole lot of rumors. I don't know if... It, I'm like, I don't know if he's tapping her. I think I that... Thought, no, well, I think... No, he's tapping uh, Alicia Atout. I don't know which one she, she is. She is one of the ones that did the interview with him, and he called her, like, Sugar Tits or Tits McGee uh-huh. or something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Didn't... Yeah. Uh, or isn't live with uh, Bo? Bo Dallas? Uh, I believe so dude i have no idea we typically don't bring it up just because it's you know we don't care about the relationships necessarily yeah exactly Uh, but i will you know speaking about dallas i gotta take a quick pivot i did see today that wwe is officially signed bray's bray wyatt's name to a legends deal in honor Mm -hmm. for maybe his family i would assume to get paid because he probably still had time left on his contract you know right maybe that maybe they'll do the vicky guerrero route and they'll have jojo come in and finish out the rest of the contract yeah, no shit. Or uh, not pay Eddie's uh, daughters <laughs> royalties. Well, they're paying Dominic now, his real son. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh my god, he's the best. He's 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 so goddamn good, especially after Raw. Did you okay? You, okay, you watched Raw? Okay, good. I was gonna. Get I into didn't. That, so we'll, I didn't. I didn't. I saw that okay. match. Okay, so we'll get into that in a couple minutes. Um, one <clears> thing that did get mentioned is, I think it was right after our show dropped last week, is that. Cody and Nakamura are going to have a bull rope match at MSG the day after Christmas. And coming up very soon, I think either later this week or something like that, in at the Kia Forum in California, it is going to be CM Punk having his first match against Dominic. But it's non-televised. These are at live events. So Gotcha. Not a bad I'm idea. Kind of, uh, not, yeah, man, get get some ring rust out for that one. I'm okay with that. And, you know, I was telling my wife about it. She goes, but why wouldn't you want to televise it? I said, I'm going to tell you right now, if we were in Rochester and we heard the only first, the very first match that Punk is going to be at, I go, it would sell out Blue Cross, no problem. I'm like, it would, that would be a sellout if everybody knew this very first match for WWE is only in that arena against Dominic, the most hated fucking person in the company, and go to this. Randy's first match back, Dominic. Punk's first match back, Dominic. And he just signed, I guess, a five-year deal himself, Dominic. Dude, nice. he gets the mic automatic booze every time. Mm-hmm. God, I Doesn't never thought anything. I'd be the biggest Dominic Mysterio fan. I may have to buy a fucking sh- a shirt of his. <laughs> Did you? Oh, uh, uh, never mind. Uh, I'm going to go on a tangent. Never mind. Anyway. You were going to talk about Rio, weren't what you? Else? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I saw... As as uh as Macho Man would say, I saw the lust in your eyes. Yeah. You got me red-handed. You got me red-handed. We'll we'll get to Raw, I promise. Um and we'll even talk about uh, a returning superstar that happened a couple days before that. Uh you know, but AJ Styles, holy shit. He's back and jacked more than ever. With Vince gone, are, are we allowed to use steroids again or something? Both, <laughs> both him and Orton are the best I've ever seen them look. When you when you messaged me, he said, did you see that AJ Styles is back? I go, yeah, he's on whatever Orton's on. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I like how you put it in the notes here. AJ's back and I'm a sauce. I got to be honest with you, I go. Allegedly. No, but I, th- I was like, I thought AJ Mendez. I thought Punk's wife. 
Oh. And I was like, meh, meh. and she's drunk? What the hell does that have to do? <laughs> <laughs> Sauce can be interpreted in different ways, oh, man. Yeah. No, I gotcha. That's actually kind of funny. Maybe more exciting um, news, I think. Yeah, well, I, I do have at least one big thing I will bring up before you get to this uh, next one here. I know I'd mentioned already about him going to the premiere, MJF, that is. Uh, two days from now, baby, I'm at the theaters, probably about 7 or 8 o'clock at night, Iron Claw. Excited. That'd be a good review for the uh, for the New Year's Eve show or the the New Year yeah. show, twenty twenty four show. Ooh, it'll get weird. Crazy. Like it. My headphones just went out. I can't hear a goddamn thing you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I said, "What are you doing here? Go fuck your mother." All right. <laughs> What's some news you got? Uh, just something, you know, we had talked about this previously, and uh, I didn't think, you know, it was one of those holy crap. Could you imagine? Um, shouldn't really be excited that it's a possibility because Triple H and Nick Khan met with Warner Brothers Discovery about the Raw TV deal. Uh, there was different aspects of the report from Meltzer and PW Insider, uh, but both stated that they had a meeting with Warner Brothers Discovery. What the fuck's going to happen? Because they, I know one of the execs over there is Big Punk Mark, and what, I mean, right now AEW is hemorrhaging money, it seems like, so... Like, is, is AEW just going to become a fucking YouTube wrestling show like NWA? Do you remember when, like, Do a year or two remember? ago? Do you remember? When <laughs> Tony Khan did that promo with Tony Schiavone. And he's like, I'm the only Khan in wrestling. This Nick Khan, blah, blah, blah. Do you remember that video he did a while back? I believe so. Uh, Was it behind with the ring, like, in the distance behind them? Like, they yep, were up yep. in the seats? Yep. Yeah. If this deal goes down, I want Nick Khan to do a video. No, 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 no. I'm the only Khan in this business. <laughs> Holy shit. He won't, dude, though. You is... know why? Because he's a smart businessman, and that's not his fucking forte. So he's going to be fair. like, you know. That's Vince fair. should fucking do it. Jesus. It's, <laughs> I'm the only Khan, man. Get it? Oh, got it. Boom. The The funny thing is, is with Tony and AEW, you're like, you know, is, is it going to be a, a YouTube show? You cannot fake or mock up some of these pictures you're seeing online. And did you see how tarped off both Final Battle and Collision were? I mean, I see pictures here and there, and I kind of scoff at them now because it's not news. It's been happening. So, you know, it, it's just, it's, yeah, it's pathetic. It's a damn shame. It, it really is a that. damn shame where this has it, happened. Even as an alternative, it's not even selling that much. No. And I'm like, yeah. I always thought, man, if you put uh, Ring of Honor in a big place, it'll sell out. Well, apparently not, really, if you have to have a big-ass buzz. Um, and Final Battle, you know, we talked about just last week or two weeks ago how it only had less than 1,000 tickets sold. Well, it fucking showed. Um, everybody was on the same level. There was no upper level to this thing. Um, everything was tarped off. Same in Collision. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, Final and battle. It's really bad. Or go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was. Just, I mean, just digging more into it is is Tony Khan, not just his you know inability to run this promotion, but something he he should not be doing anything. If you watch him promoting the shows on Twitter, it's like every match he's tweeting, he's repeating himself. Everything's in caps. It's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> this dude's gonna fucking crash and burn. His eyes are always in caps. I know. Did you see the picture that I sent? Did I send you that picture? (laughs) Dude. And to make everything worse, 
this dude comes out after the final battle was on Friday night. Saturday night at Collision Tapings, this motherfucker comes out and says, we're going to have a new title. We're going to have a women's TV title for Ring of Honor. Wait, yo, not even for AEW? Oh, my God. Wrong show, dude. At least. Holy shit. Now, look it. I'm going to just tell you, I watched Final Battle in about 13 minutes. Wow. That's where I was at with watching this fucking pay-per-view. I, I just wanted to skim through to see if anything was worth seeing. There was not. Uh, first, they had their pre-show. One hour with a couple of matches. Three matches. And then they had multiple matches on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. That also, on the fly, Eddie Kingston had a guy come up to him and challenge him. And they just had a one-on-one match for no fucking reason. <clears throat> and um, it was a four hour and nine minute pay-per-view and then he even went and did a fucking post-media scrum after this thing <laughs> way to care about your fa- about your fans and you know what I mean like not everything has to be four plus hours but at this show it was supposed to be Blackpool Combat Club versus uh, I had read it was going to be Fight Without Honor ahead of time they made it a regular match and then Halfway through, the refs throw it out. Mark Briscoe goes, no, 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 my brother wouldn't want that. Start the match over. And they just start the match over, and it's a fight without honor match. And it was it was some real horse shit fucking. It was, it was really, really bad to watch. Um, how this thing began was a, a match between... A, why not? Why not defend uh, L Viking guy... Helking Hale <laughs> de Viking guy defending a Close AAA enough. title. You know, we don't have enough titles anyway. Let's defend his title on this show. He took on Commander. Bro. Okay. I'm going to try to describe this as best as I can. I'm closing my eyes because I want to get this right. So you and everybody are going to get it. Commander's on the outside on the entrance way. Waiting for like what you would see like someone doing like a Tope Suicida, right? Waiting on the, a move to happen. Commander goes up. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't Commander. I'm sorry. It wasn't Commander. It was some big guy is a beast. I take it back. It wasn't Commander. Some real big beasty guy, and I can't remember. That's how much this fucking match mattered. But I saw something, and I go, well, I got to go back and see this. El Viking runs from one side of the rope towards the other and does a jump up on the top rope and then does like a, a bounce to turn his body to face the other way. So now he's facing away from him like he would do a moonsault. Mm-hmm. Falls back in the ring by accident. Oops. Okay. He goes and does it again. Oh. And does 100% the exact same thing. He fell again. And I go, oh my God. So what he does, or what he does, <clears throat> he just takes the run out of it and he just hops up on the top rope and does a quick little moonsault. <clears throat> and his fucking opponent stood there the whole time waiting and watching. I was like, I, you can't write this. This is horrible. Have you seen the video that went live of during the FTR Blackpool Combat Club thing where Dax went over to a girl sitting in the front row who's on her phone and was like, really? Yeah. That's really what this pay-per-view yep. was like. And Athena retained in the main event with her title and your new TV champion is Kyle Fletcher. Yada, 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 yada. 
Sounds amazing. Yeah, like I said, I watched it in like 13 minutes. Saved myself some time. And after that pay-per-view is over, Tony on the post-media scrum, someone asked about, you know, how do you feel about all the scrutiny that AEW is under? And he said, this part's per quote, to be AEW is to be under constant attack. We could put on a really great show, and it doesn't matter. There's going to be negative uh, negative uh, comments. We could put on five great shows in a row, and it doesn't matter. There's always going to be your naysayers. No, no. Well, we actually didn't have a whole lot to say in 2019. And even in some of the pandemic, we're like, you know what, man? You're making do. We're okay with it. it w- what can you do? And you did okay we in 2021. In. Yeah. Yeah, it's... To be AEW is to be under constant attack. My favorite thing is knowing that back in the day, wrestlers would have really fought it out, all this shit. When it really comes down to it, if you felt a fist fight between Jack Perry and CM Punk really made you feel for fear for your life, A, you're in the wrong business, but B, it really just goes to show you were siding with the Bucks the whole time and you were just waiting for a reason. And because you did that, this is where your company is. You don't hire family. You don't hire friends. And you don't get along with these guys and become their pal. Mm-hmm. Mistake number one. Dixie Carter sitting in Kevin Nash's lap. It's... Dude, the most financial thing that has ever happened shitty to AEW was Jungle Boy literally going, cry me a river. Okay, well, I'm going to beat his ass. Oh, you're fired. I'm going to go back to WWE and get millions of dollars. Dude hasn't even wrestled a match and has made more money for this fucking company, merch-wise, probably than any goddamn wrestler all year. He broke the internet by walking out. Yep. That's it. damn. That's all he had to do. Well, you know what WWE's also doing, right? They're... Man, I've been watching it. Raw's been really good to watch. I'm in, I'm enjoying it. It's still got the WWE it, quality. It's, it's still got still their too goddamn. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's hokey. It was it was a Christmas episode, so it was going to be very hokey. You know what I mean? Like how it always is. I hate holiday episodes. I hate Fourth of July, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I hate all of them because it's always stupid themed fucking matches. Um, right. You want to impress me on Fourth of July? Loser gets a fucking firework blown off in their asshole. That's fun. <laughs> but they're making their TV shows pay-per-view worthy. Day one for Raw is a very stacked card already. I feel like they're going to end up adding uh, Cody and Nakamura to it, and we can get to that in a minute. Um, but day one will be Raw on January 1st. And then New Year's Revolution, which used to be a pay-per-view, is the mm-hmm. name of SmackDown's first uh, show in 2024. I'm excited. I, I think it's going to mm-hmm. be, and we'll see where they go this coming Friday with with uh, SmackDown. But they even signed off from Raw. Happy holidays, folks. You know, and, and I don't know what they're doing next week, if they have a show or not. Maybe it's a best of Raw, or I don't even know, or if, if they're going to be there and they taped it all last night. I haven't read any spoilers. Yeah, that's a good call. I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Hmm. Well, let's talk about Raw. 
Uh, well, before we get to Raw, we'll, we'll just quickly say. So, you know, last week on SmackDown, we did talk about uh, AJ Styles returning, and he actually came to the aid of his fellow Juice friend, Randy Orton, against the Bloodline, which I think it's pushing. I think I was right. We probably are going to see Orton and Reigns for the Rumble, the way it's looking. But, um, you know, we talk about Kevin Owens in his arm, like if he's going to be out of the tournament, he's wrestling with a broken hand. Or a wrist or hand or whatever it is, and he's still wrestling, so good for him. Uh, <clears throat> did you happen to see on NXT, Lexus King calls his fans registered Lex offenders? Yikes. Fuck yes. <laughs> I don't know why I like it. It's not like it. he's calling himself Peter File. You know? It's... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> It's uh, it's interesting. Do you think it's a, do you think that was a punk influence, an HBK influence? He came up with it himself. A writer told him to do it. What are you thinking? I don't know, but you know, it never actually even occurred to me. I'm like, wow, with a mind like punk, there, how good Pillman Jr. could really be in this company. Do you know like that, 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 that alone? Were, you know, there's reports that the whole plan with Punk is when he's done wrestling, he's going to take over NXT. Wow, we just talked about it last week. How cool it would be if he. Uh, went and did a year down there or something. If he took over for HBK spot, that'd be wow. But now the he, other reports he doesn't are have that, that many miles left on his body. Let's admit it. Yeah, right. No, hundred percent. Now, now the other side is that you know HBK ain't going anywhere anytime soon. So we'll see. Still could be a good duo. Oh well, yeah. You fucking kidding me? You still put Bischoff and Heyman together? They may be seeing you know. Not seeing eye to eye every time, but you're going to get some creative shit out of it. I think you put mm-hmm. Punk and HBK together. They both got great minds for the business. They're pros. They know what they do, that they're there to do. Make money. Well, or in Sean's case, pop pills sometimes. <laughs> He's clean. <laughs> now, uh, but on Dynamite, we're going to start calling him Super Mox. He is the John Cena of AEW. You had one fucking job, Tony. Besides making sure that you were set and ready to go with as much Adderall when the when the show was over, all you had to do was just keep st- Swerve Strickland strong, and you made him fucking lose to John Moxley in this tournament. Now Moxley leads his entire league or his whatever division they're fucking calling this thing. That's a shit show. He leads with nine points, and a couple people are at six. He'd have to absolutely lose tonight on Dynamite for someone to be able to uh, tie. Over on the other division, there's like three guys, four guys, and they're all going to end on a tie, basically. The whole thing is a fucking shit show. He did not do well with this tournament. I think he thought about it, put the names in there, but did not execute anything. Like You didn't think ahead of time who should be taking pins. There is absolutely no reason that Eddie Kingston should have put his fucking titles on the line. He won, like, one goddamn match. What were you thinking? I don't think he was thinking. Like, Eddie was all of a sudden thinking, I'd like to not carry gold anymore, be a Ring of Honor champion. I just got the title, what, at uh, Arthur Ashe. He has won it in September, Mm. and all of a sudden he's like, fuck, I don't need a title anymore. My point is that this was a really fucking stupid Adderall-filled idea from tony khan and it's a shitty 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 classic it's the whole thing's been there hasn't been really one even mjf you know he's still good but he's all right 
But now it's every week who, well, this was a beer bottle, so it's not Hangman Page. Oh, this one was real glass. That's not Jungle Boy. I hope they take the devil mask off and it's just a mop. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the best we can come up with, guys. (laughs) I just imagine Moppy from back in the day with Perry Saturn. Uh, I, at this point, if you want to salvage anything, I hate to say it, make it Tony Khan, because not one wrestler it's gonna be, not one wrestler is gonna make you go, yo, that's awesome. Oh my god, you know what? It was me, Austin. <laughs> it's basically just a rip off of that. Is what it would be. Are you high? Obviously, okay. but that has nothing to do with this. I brought that up like three, four weeks ago. I said it's gonna be, it's me, Austin, or it's gonna be, it oh, was yeah, me all fine, along. Yeah. All right, yeah. You just had to say it, I guess, for me to remember. What do you want yeah, from okay. me? Okay. You know what's funny? <laughs> Danielson, another thing I've been calling. I read an interview of his where he said fighting Nigel McGuinness <laughs> is still on the plan and it's not far out of uh, the options. I'm telling you, man, I have. Nice. I, I think I called it all in where no one's going to so, go. <laughs> speaking of Danielson, I want to I wanna read this to you. I didn't know where to fit this into the show, so I'm glad you prompted me here. Uh, Disco Douchebag uh, responded oh, yeah. to, uh, did you you know where I'm going with this? So, I do. Uh, Tony, Khan, Tony Khan put out a tweet basically saying, hey, well, how do, why don't you tell us what you're feeling about the AEW product right now? Glenn Gilberti, who is Disco Douchebag, for those of you who don't know, replied, like the shows need a reset. Now, you know, if you've been listening to more than two of these shows, you know how much I fucking despise Disco Douchebag. I won't even call him Disco Inferno. I will come up with something different each time. But that is probably the most valid thing he's ever said in his life. Now, Tony Khan had kind of a, one, a childish reply as far as the owner of a company. And two, because Vince McMahon wouldn't fucking do this. No, dude, dude, this this. is, I don't think even wrestlers would do this kind of name calling. Yeah. The, but I still like the reply because it's slamming Disco. Uh, the belief that you're an ir- irrelevant parasite unites the entire pro wrestling community. <laughs> Which, okay, fine, but you so are much an to owner. Take you're not supposed to be doing that shit. Someone needs to, yeah. yo, remember when people used to be like, oh, someone's got to take Trump's phone away. Someone's got to take TK's phone away. Any fucking celebrity who tweets this much and does the dumbest shit like this needs to have it taken away completely. Uh, Yeah, I think Daddy needs to take the checkbook away. Hate to say it. Jesus. Well, sadly, that's the best that they did all that I could even bring to the table this week about AEW is just, yeah, Super Mox one. That's that's how well their program is going. Super Mox! Now... Raw, man, I got a lot of things I could talk about. Judgment Day comes out and opens the show, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, when they are shining down the lights just right, they have these cool white shadows that are casted on the ring because of the purple that's coming down on it. It looks so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Damian Priest, welcome to Monday Night Raw. And I think Rhea has a couple things to say. They hand the mic to Dominic, and just as he just puts the thing to his mouth, it was just the loudest booze you could get. I mean, you you don't get this heat from anybody else, man, or for anybody else. Uh, and then R-Truth comes out. 
Yo, guys, I was in the bag waiting. You didn't tell me we were opening the show. I love opening shows. <laughs> and then Truth goes, welcome to Monday Night Raw, which is fucking great. And he goes, I get what happened, because last week they beat the piss out of him in the ring. Right. It was initiation. Right. I get it. <laughs> he thought he was being blood in. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, I got to be honest, some of those were actually really hard hits, man, and that hurt me. Physically and emotionally. And, oh my God, my, the fa- my favorite part. So, J.D. McDonough gets in his face, and he goes, you're not even in Judgment Day. Uh, and he goes, you know what? Since it's the holidays and I see Christmas trees, you and I, we should have a fight tonight. A miracle on 34th Street fight. And in my head, I go, I thought they already announced this. I'm like, huh. That's weird. Maybe it just got leaked. J.D. McDonough goes, we're already having that match. It's been fully advertised. <laughs> and he goes, then we need to get going because Miracle Street's far away from here. Or 34th Street's really far from here. Grabs his phone and goes, hey, Siri, how far is uh, 34th Street? Oh, my God. Yo, he's he's 51 years old, I believe, is the number right now. And it, the dude has not skipped a goddamn beat. National treasure, as you've said a million times. Um Ends up having, he goes, well, you're not in Judgment Day. And so then he goes, well, I'll tell you what, if I beat you tonight, you're not in Judgment Day. Priest laughs at it and says, okay, yeah, you can, you can have that match. Did you see how R-Truth won the match? I, I, you know, I blinked or something. So they were up on the turnbuckle. I think they were setting Truth up for like a, uh, a superplex. Yeah. And then R-Truth just fell forward with McDonough under him and they went through the table and truth didn't even move. He just stayed on top of him and they counted three. It So he pulled him by his shirt. JD pulled truth by a shirt towards him. And with that leverage, that's all it was. And he just made him fall. Ah. Bam, right through the table. Um, Dom was funny being a part of the match too. And then, Oh my God. Best part. Oh yep, my God. Do you want to explain truth, it? Yep. Yeah, so the truth was on the floor, and he just he, he slapped up Dominic. Dominic didn't put his hand out, but he, Truth still grabbed his hand, hugged him, and and Dominic's just like, "Yeah, man, you're doing fucking great," and then just runs him into the post. <laughs> He's the best, man. He's so and good. Backstage, they are all fucking with McDonough, and they're like, "Come on, man, it's not as bad." I mean, what about that time that Randy RKO'd you off the War Games uh, cage? And they're like, "Oh, or how about the time of this?" Yo, Dom is like. Roasting the balls out of him, and Baylor's cracking up. Rhea comes in. She's like, when one loses, we all lose. Um, and Priest goes, all right, you can stay for now. You can stay in the group for now. Fuck him with him. He's like, well, you lost the match. You're not supposed to be, but you could stay in for now. Uh, it, the whole thing is funny, but then when they go to leave to go face the Creed brothers, Rhea walks by and just pushes JD McDonough, and he has to sit back down on the couch as she pushed him. <laughs> They're just beating the fuck out of this dude. Um, him thinking he's in Judgment Day every week. All it, It's fucking priceless, man. It's like when he first started coming out and be like, I am going to win the Elimination Chamber match. You're not even in the match. You know, or I'm going to win Money in the Bank. Yo, it's the Royal Rumble. Like, he used to do all that <laughs> shit, and he's still solid. Oh, but so they open up Raw. That was uh, it was pretty funny. Becky Lynch and Nia Jax are continuing their feud, and it's actually not bad promo-wise. I got to say, I called it out like maybe months ago, but 
Becky when she's doing a promo and then she does like this and when she's going like yeah. this and she's real fired up and, and, oh my god it's gag oh my god <laughs> sorry I did it too much <laughs> um, she, but she does it every time and I can't not hear it now all I hear is that that deep breath that she does Nia's getting her man and she's like but she's like but you know you're gonna have to explain to your daughter she's she goes she's gonna go mommy why are you uglier than you usually are i fucking loved it i thought it was a great promo and this is their first match in a five-year build-up since she broke her fucking nose in 2019 yeah you did use the uh you used the uh, becky lynch uh, hyperventilating in a bumper once and like you actually just repeated it like a record scratch yeah, because that's what that. it's like. Yeah, that's yep. fucking great. And that's what it sounds like when she's doing it. It's horrible. Uh, but I actually like the build. I'm taking it. Look at I got to say, this Raw had a lot of great content in building to get you to watch day one. I'm telling you right now, it's like pay-per-view quality already for me. I'm excited to watch it. Um, Gunther and Miz managed to have a better match than they did at the Royal Rumble. Hmm. It was awesome. No pun intended. Multiple times where he actually hit his skull uh, crushing finale on Gunther. One of them, I actually thought he was going to win the fucking Intercontinental title. I was kind of impressed. He did a skull crushing finale off the top rope. And Gunther Mm. just got out of the ring in time to roll out so he couldn't pin him. But Miz takes a loss. Really, really good match. But now that means he can't go after the title since Gunther has it. So I'm sure he'll have a 47th reign again one day. Uh, we had Kofi Claus there. Kofi Kingston, uh, he has nothing to do, so he's just doing skit after skit. First, he's in the back with DIY, who was getting ready with Miz uh, because he was getting ready for his title match. And they go, and Kofi goes, and here, here's a Christmas present for you. And Tommaso goes, I hope it's a tag team title match. We really want one of those. And he gives him a yeet shirt. And Gargano goes, my, my kid loves Jey uh, Uso. That's awesome. But then after Gunther wins his match, he goes back and he's talking to Imperium. And he's like, I'm the only one pulling weight around here. I'm taking the next couple of weeks off. You guys need to start making yourself known around here. And I'll be back. Um, which I like that he's taking a couple of weeks off. Like everybody's just doing, I don't need you on TV every week. I like fresh. You don't have to be there every fucking week, every week in AEW. You got a 45 minute MJF promo. It's I'm over it. Yeah. We get the same with Seth Rollins, but you know, beggars. Uh, but then after Imperium has that little verbal beatdown from Gunther, Kofi Claus walks up. And, they, and he goes, I ain't got the time for this right now. And he goes, ho, 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 hold up. Here, man. I got a present for you. And wraps in, it was Cole. He gave Ludwig Kaiser Cole. It was just, I don't know why I laughed. I was like, again, they're still doing PG-worthy dumb shit. And I'm actually liking it more than what is going on in AEW. How Sports about entertainment. that? Yeah. Yep. No shit. Yeah, I'm right? entertained. No shit. Uh, hey, let's not remember. But before you go on, let's not forget that I think five years ago, right around this time, is when the entire McMahon family came out to start Raw and tell the fans that they were the authority, that things were going to change, and we still got six months of Baron Corbin being shoved down our throat. It was a five-year plan, <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> apparently, it was. <laughs> 
they just left that detail out. They didn't want to tell you how long it was going to take. They, they showed you the whiteboard of what they saw planned out. Um, Ta, uh, Tazawa, being a part of with American Alpha, right? He goes to Pierce and he goes, I want this match. I love that you're doing a dance. <laughs> and it's not that, and remember I was like, did he fart? The way they're like, oh, it's nasty, it's nasty. They yeah. just call his dance nasty. They're like, oh, he's just doing it again. Uh, and it's, I don't know why, uh, but he asked Pierce for a match. And he goes, are you sure? He goes, that's the one I want. And he's backstage again with Alpha Academy. And they're like, well, who who did you choose? And it was, uh, I believe it was Ivar from the Viking Raiders. Mm. Whatever one is married to, uh, fuck, I can't remember her name anymore now because they changed her name up. Uh, yeah. Like, God damn it. It's going to kill me. Val- Valhalla is her name now, but uh, yes, but I can't remember what her name used to be. For some yeah, reason. Sarah, Sarah Logan, Sarah Logan. Thank you. <clears throat> I, I kept wanting to go to Nikki, and I'm like, it's not Nikki Cross. Anyway, good showing against him. This dude, Tazawa, is over as fuck. The crowd is behind him. It's your Santino Morella right now. He's Pretty a great much, yeah. comedy act, and everybody is just behind it. A future our truth, even if you want to call it that, right? And he took a nasty-ass bump where he flipped and landed on his head, and I was like, oh, he's dead. Uh, whoever the blonde is in their group, even her face had it like, oh, my God, I think he just died right here tonight. They're in Des Moines, Iowa. Davenport, Iowa is the home of which wrestler? Seth Rollins. And you didn't bring CM Punk in tonight. And my thought on that is, okay, that's probably the strong move because he may have gotten moved to shreds. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep him where he doesn't need to be for that one. Uh, yeah. But Seth Rollins comes out, doesn't even really ma- make a mention of Punk. He's actually just getting on with day one and talking about his match against uh, Drew McIntyre. Drew comes out, has a real good promo, real passionate. And he actually says, he goes, I actually respect how you were with Punk last week and the things that you said. Um, But they end up fighting and brawling, you know, and leading into their match. I don't think Drew wins. I I think this is just a a bump in the road, if you will, for Rollins before heading into Rumble and finding out who his main opponent's going to be. There you go. Agreed. Nia Jax also said she's in the Rumble. I would assume Great. Becky will be too. Do they even have um, 30? How many people are they going to have to bring out of retirement to fucking get 30 people? They actually have a pretty decent sized roster. Because let me tell you something. After two girls, Cadence and whatever, won the Kaden tag team Carter titles. Carter and Katana Chance. They won the tag titles, right? I saw that, yeah. Didn't even know that the tag titles still existed. But... <laughs> After that, they're backstage and they're kind of talking with Candice LeRae and some other chick. And then you see Natalia with Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. And she's standing across from Shayna Baszler and Ivy Nile, I believe, or Zoe, I don't know, whatever, man. Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark. In the most uncomfortable, oddest promo I think I've watched in a long time. They're like, that means that they're going to need new contenders. And Baszler goes, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. And they just stared, and I go, awkward. <laughs> was Nikki Cross looming in the background? Didn't see. She's be been, great. they've been, if, if you go back week by week, there's always a backstage segment where Nikki's somewhere in the back and she's just staring, but usually in the sure. shadows, like you see. Yeah. So, 
better than the I, superhero. I gimmick. wish that that would just be my job in WWE. Don't even really have to do much. Just got to stand there for a couple minutes. Like, <laughs> you guys get the shot. All right, cool. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, Judgment Day defeated Creed Brothers in the main event. Man, you're right. That big boy is gonna kill someone with that fucking top rope move. I'm not a. I'm not send them back to NXT. Yeah, but best part of the night. Shinsuke Nakamura, as you heard in the beginning of our of our show, reading an American Nightmare Before Christmas storybook, where he's talking about Cody and actually calls Dusty Rose an inbred. You actually hear the crowd go, oh, and he kind of starts doing like the singing part. And he's like, in your uh, last fight will be me. And just as he's like looking at the camera and getting ready to talk more, bam, Cody comes in, jumps him. To me, I think this is just the funniest thing. Maybe it's an underlining thing, but he didn't get to finish a story. <laughs> <laughs> it's called foreshadowing. <laughs> Uh, and they go all the way out from the back into, cause, which is great because all these you usually think are just backstage segments, you know what I mean? Or, or I'm sorry, not backstage, I'm sorry, uh, pre-recorded ones for Nakamura like this. This mm. was a live one of that, and it still looked just like it, like him in the boiler room like they normally do. No, he's just two feet away from the uh, uh, gorilla position. And they fight all the way out to the front, and Cody goes to give him the crossroads on top of the announce, announce table, and Nakamura gets out in time. I am, like, excited to keep watching WWE. What the fuck is wrong with this picture? It's awesome. Yep. It's crazy. Good shit. I'm excited. And honestly, like I said, Raw has got me. I, I give two shits about uh, Collision, Dynamite. Never really cared about Rampage, obviously. Ring of Honor is gone and down the toilet. And as I've said before, the times they are changing. But what doesn't change is after we're done with our news, we listen to Bubba Ray. Just bring it, bitch! Oh my god! Dude, I know a couple weeks ago I named a bunch of matches as to what would be match of the year right when it comes to our awards coming up and i don't want to go through them all because i do have probably like 30 to 40 that are in the list that could make possibilities i'm not going to do a top of them i'm just we're going to name one do you even personally have a couple that you think may end up being in your running for match of the year it's hard man like you asked me like you know matches of the year from 96 i might be able to give you a list but you know, even with watching the product to some extent, I, you know, it's hard for me to remember is it from this year or, or I just fucking forget about some of them. So I don't, I don't even, I'm trying to pull up the list here so I could no, that's all right. Well, my we, way through it. Well, and like I said, you know, we talked about that near 60 minute battle, FTR and Bullet Club, uh, yes. Bullet Club Gold. Yes. You know, you had On, uh, Punk and Joe yeah. it all in. We had Danielson mm-hmm. and MJF go 60 plus minutes. The Usos and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they uh, headline WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, WrestleMania. So you have a lot of options, and we're going to have that for you in a couple of weeks when we have our awards show. But one of the big things I wanted to talk about is who we're going to be nominating for different awards this year. Um, And I'm going to kind of just go in reverse here from what I have. Promotion of the year. 
I put both AEW and Ring of Honor together as one. AEW and NXT, or I'm sorry, WWE and NXT are considered one as well, right? So we'll just say AEW or WWE. Uh, and then the other promotions being New Japan or TNA Impact. So out of those four, which do you think is a promotion of the year? The other categories that we have, we have Breakout Star of the Year, Dirty Dom. Now, Breakout doesn't mean it's your brand, it's your first year, but this is your Breakout Not rookie, year. right. Right. Exactly. Uh, Damian Priest, who has had probably one of the... I would never have thought Punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor was going to have the fucking success he's having in WWE. Swerve Strickland, L.A. Knight, and J.D. McDonough. Anybody you think I'm missing for the breakout star? No, it's a good list because some, you know, some are actually vets that are just kind of yep. having a career resurgence, and some are younger who are starting to get their footing and, and fall into, you know, who they are. So Agreed. Uh, I don't think we're missing anybody. Not really I can think of. Good. Worst moment of the year. Shane McMahon returns and tears his quad. <laughs> 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 of two active wrestlers, Bray Wyatt and Jay Briscoe. The CM Punk Jungle Boy situation at All In that led to Punk being fired. <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Deathmatch. You remember that, Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett. Adam Cole breaks his own ankle in a match he's not in. <laughs> oh, between him and Shane. Uh, the fall of the AEW women's division. Kota Ibushi riding a bicycle at one mile an hour. AEW's week-to-week booking. And... Tammy Sitch, Sonny, sentenced to 18 years in jail. Which do you think will be the worst moment of the year? But on the turn of that, what was the good shit moment of the year? Man, I miss saying good shit. We used to have that on a weekly basis. But we're at least going to have a good shit moment of the year. Starting off with towards the beginning, man. Royal Rumble. Sammy Zane I got to interrupt you. Go ahead. I got to interrupt you. I got to interrupt you. For those of you at home, kayfabe, pal. I'm looking at the list he's reading. Good mm-hmm. shit moment of the year. He highlighted Brown. Yeah, I, that was purposeful. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I had man, to that's so that. awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for your attention to my detail, man. That's really cool. Uh, Royal Rumble. Sami Zayn turns on the bloodline, hitting Roman in the back. Um, remember the night Jay Uso took out Sammy. We're right in the aisle. In that the was a aisle sick at Raw. Super kick. Yeah. Yo. Well done. Uh, tag titles headline WrestleMania for the very first time. CM Punk returns on Collision, and we have a fresh new show. Remember, he came out, had his boots dangling off his neck. We had a brand new television show, and all of a sudden, Saturday night was all right for fighting. Rhea Ripley becomes the hottest woman in wrestling and runs the entire Judgment Day uh, and pretty much Raw and SmackDown if you really pay attention. Gunther is the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Adam Copeland becomes All Elite. The merger with Endeavor for WWE and Vince is out and Triple H is in charge. Will Ospreay is All Elite. And the final good shit of the moment of the good shit moment of the year 
as you probably guessed, after a 10-year hiatus, CM Punk returns to WWE after six months before returning to AEW. (laughs) I'm so glad you caught that, Brown. All right. (laughs) The most face of the year or most over, okay? Because we always say who's the best heel in wrestling, so who's the most over in wrestling as a face? Your nominees are Cody Rose, Sami Zayn, CM Punk, MJF, LA Knight, and Kevin Owens. I think I got everybody. Uh, actually, man, I, I well, I just realized I got to put Jey Uso in there. I mean, he's over shit. Makes sense. Event, oh, 100%. Uso, if you watch Yeet. when the crowd do, yeet, when the crowd does his uh, arm thing, it is so much in succession. It brings me back to the yes movement with Daniel Bryan. Everybody just nonstop being in succession with their arms in the air. They do that for Jay, and uh, it's just he's doing well. Uh. So, who is your opposite to that? You got your heel of the year, your most hated wrestler. We have Swerve Strickland, Christian Cage, Dirty Dom, Jimmy Uso, Ricky Starks, Logan Paul, and Samoa Joe. Joe still, oddly enough, actually gets boos, you know, because he just plays that right character and he's easy to boo. Maybe it's the guys he's against, but he still gets some good booze when he's uh, in the ring right now. But he's also fighting MJF, and he's over as the as a babyface, so there's that. Stable of the year. We have Judgment Day, the Bloodline, the Don Callis family, the Mogul Embassy, which if you're not familiar, that is your Ring of Honor trios champions uh, with the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage, but also Swerve Strickland and... The Dance Machine, Prince Nana. Uh, we have Damage Control, House of Black, The Alpha Academy, Brawling Brutes, and Imperium. Manager of the Year. Holy shit, this was a thin list. <laughs> Prince Nana, Paul Heyman, Don Callis, and Sanjay Dutt. I don't think I miss anybody, huh? That's sad. Yeah, there's not. I mean, honestly, there's more valets than anything. I mean, and a lot of these people aren't even managers. Nana's really not much of a manager. He's kind of more of a valet. Well, I'm like, you know if Brody I mean? King was going to the ring and Julia Hart was with him, I'm like, ah, she's an active wrestler who's just going to the ring. Kind of like Rhea, Rhea going down with JD or Damian Priest, even outside right. of Dom. Your pay-per-view of the year. Wrestle Kingdom 17, which, as you remember, was... Uh, headlined with uh, Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega on their first match. Uh, Royal Rumble 23, which had, again, the the main event of Roman Reigns and uh, Kevin Owens, where Sammy turned, and then both Cody and Rhea win the Royal Rumble matches. We did have a little bit of a a dark cloud in that one. We did have the, the Dark Mountain Dew match. Which unfortunately, un- unfortunately, was Bray's last. Bray's last, yeah. Um, if it's a two night thing, it just has to be what it is. WrestleMania 39. You know what I mean? I'm just we'll just call it one event. Uh, mm-hmm. Forbidden Door two. Money in the Bank 23, which uh, I believe was that was at the O2 Arena in London. SummerSlam 23. 
which was headlined with Roman and Jay Uso with that uh, Jimmy Uso return there. All in at Wembley and Survivor Series 2023. Obviously 2023. Come on. Come on. Come on now. Tag Team of the Year. FTR. Bullet Club Gold, which is uh, Juice Robinson and Jay White. Jay White. Because you also have the Guns, who are a part of that, but they are also in the running for Tag Team of the Year. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. The Judgment Day. Baylor and Priest, because they they've been your tag team and your tag team champions. Aussie Open, the Young Bucks, Better Than You, Baby, who are still tag team champions, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, American Alpha, or Viking Raiders. And our last two categories, Female Wrestler of the Year, Rhea Ripley. All right, Male Wrestler... No. <laughs> uh, we also have Tony Storm, Soraya, Asuka, Bianca Belair, Chris Statlander, Becky Lynch, Willow Nightingale, Willow Nightingale, Mercedes Monet, Trish Stratus, which again 2023, funny to be bringing her name up as a possibility, but no she had a great shit. year. Eo uh, Sky, Athena, who is the longest reigning uh, Ring of Honor Women's Champion now, and Trinity, who went over to. Impact and has been the champion pretty much ever since. Not having a bad year herself. Uh, it's funny because you want to say Rhea, but then you look and Tony Storm's having a solid year. All these ladies, there's a there's a good amount of people who had a real good year. Male wrestler of the year, man, this one could be a, a, a fight to see who's really going to be the one. But you got Will Ospreay, who's having matches just all over the place, like every promo, every promotion he's in, and they're all just fantastic. Seth Rollins, Jay Uso. MJF, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, Gunther, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Sonata, Christian Cage, again, same thing with the Trish Stratus uh, thing, (laughs) Mike Bailey, Zack Sabre Jr., Alex Shelley, and Sami Zayn. See, I didn't even put Punk in there as male wrestler of the year. The guy had like four matches, I think, in total. So you did put Sami Zayn in there twice, though, because he did such a good job. All right, I'll take him out. Thanks. Good catch. So, man, that's what we'll have in a couple of weeks. Those are our awards. Start thinking about it. I'm also going to have them posted to our Facebook, so you guys can start fighting away and giving your votes and letting us know what you think. Now, ODM, what are you bringing to the table? Good thing you reminded me because I forgot what the fuck we were doing oh, there. Fuck Jesus yourself. Christ! <laughs> well, uh, as usual, random things I see on the internet regarding wrestling, and this one just—I got a good chuckle out of this one. Uh, I got a couple pictures, but uh, basically, today's lesson is know the difference between a, a toxic or even an ignorant or stupid fan, uh, you know, a homer, an AEW homer. Mm-hmm. Know the difference between them. And a troll or a shit poster. Okay? You, you gotta know the hole? difference. Yes. Okay. Pussy troll. <laughs> so, so, this is uh, from uh, the, the page is cringy wrestling stuff on Facebook. I'm not gonna read enough. the name of, I'm not gonna name the, the poster until the end. Um, it's, a sh- it's a shot of collision looking at the camera side. That it's just roped off and nobody's in the seats and it's just, it looks pathetic, right? It's one I was referencing earlier, I'm pretty sure. Pretty, yeah, probably. 
So uh, the post says, stop posting pictures like this online. All these pictures do is promote negativity and feed the trolls bad faith posters. It does nothing productive and just tries to pull AEW down while they save pro wrestling. Taking pictures is fine, but it should only be of the first five rows facing the hard cam only. And if you have to take a picture that has empty seats in it, you show it to absolutely nobody. If we want AEW to succeed and we put WWE out of business, which we obviously do, we have to stop showing how absolutely empty AEW shows are. Please stop showing how empty the shows are. Hashtag stop feeding trolls. Hashtag quality over quantity. Hashtag Delius. I don't know what that means, but now oh I God. start. Now you just heard. You just heard what I read. Now hold on, hold on. I start reading the comments, and the amount of idiots in there that I mean, I don't know. Is there just people are having legitimate arguments over this? Sometimes it's, you can't tell if it's a legit argument or someone is just purposely trolling him along like watch this guy cry now i'm gonna tell him that aj styles is the worst wrestler of all time <laughs> well here's the best thing the poster is sports entertainment memes shit posts and trolls <laughs> <laughs> might as well be I... kfabenews.com <laughs> kfabenews.com i forget we did that one uh there's another one so here is a uh... <laughs> and this one is a uh, sports entertainment meme shit posts and trolls. It's the same. It's the same person. It says it's a picture of CM Punk at NXT, uh, and it looks like they're showing where the camera is, which is you know that one section that's empty, and it looks like the one next to it's pretty empty too. And it says CM Punk has to be regretting his decisions now, going from a record-breaking show of eighty thousand plus to not even being able to fill half of an arena. This is just sad. Punk used to be on top of the world and the biggest wrestling promotion in the world to slumming it on the indies. But that's what happens when you hashtag fuck with the elite, hashtag fuck around and find out, hashtag minor leagues. <laughs> it's funny because if you didn't say what the post is, I'm like, sometimes there are those passionate fucking fans out there that are your your homers, as you've said. There are guys that are like, WWE has been the absolute worst product all year, AEW has been better, and I'm like... Are you fucking with people? Or are you actually really huh? this <laughs> yeah, for real? No, this it, this one this this was top lo- this was top uh, level trolling. Uh, I popped. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's it's fu- the name of it again. Just one more time. Read me the the source. Oh, hold on, I gotta pull it up real quick. Uh, it is. Come on, where are you, fella? Sports entertain. All right, sports entertainment memes, shit posts, and trolls. <laughs> the final two shit posts and trolls. Shout out my my favorite. Uh, it's funny because I uh, I do sometimes I'm like wow that is fucked up and then I see the source of the page I'm on. I'm on this one called like horrible offensive wrestling memes, and <laughs> it's like real fucking dark shit. Like day of Bray Wyatt dying, they had some messed up things like. Or it's also people like, oh, so I guess JoJo's for the taken now, you know. But like, but real fucked up memes. A lot of, lot of Benoit memes. A lot of, lot of great Owen Hart stuff. But sometimes I'm like, yo, someone is fucked up. And then you read, someone's like, why would you even do this? This is a really fucked up thing. And and everybody, every time they answer, everybody's argument. Please look at the name of the group. That's it. It's just look at the name of the group, man. It's extreme. It's like horrible, offensive wrestling memes. If you guys ever feel like you want to check it out, it's great. The question to get in, it was like, 
who's your favorite wrestler and why? And it said, please notice the name of the group. And I said, Chris Benoit. And like, and I'm pretty sure I said something like he's a great dad or some shit like that. I was in within seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought of one. I'm not going to say it out loud, though. <laughs> <laughs> why? We can't do it. We can't get any worse with this show. <laughs> well, we do have something a little different this week. Like we said, the wars, we did kind of double down. And I didn't think we were going to need to. I was like, all right, man, maybe we should just add the pay-per-view. We shouldn't need to add a pay-per-view, but let's do one. And then you text and go, oh, I added two more shows. I watched the Raw Nitro as well. And I'm like, God damn it. But guess what? It was all well worth it. So get in the DeLorean like we used to. Let's fucking go back to 1998. Monday Night Wars! Meanwhile, Nash gets a break. You know what pisses me off? World hunger, holy wars, politics, ugly women in politics, Madeline Albright, Janet Reno, pigs. You know what else pisses me off? Women with semen stained dresses, women. semen stained dresses, more pigs. That really pisses me off. Hillary Clinton, stand by your man. You really pisses me off. Come on, 
do about this. fucking wrestling to talk about but what's cool <laughs> about this is that um i i we have a little bit of breaking news before we dive in to this week's wars and i'm, I'm kind of shocked that i'm gonna have to do this i hate doing this you know because i'll keep the news the news wars with the wars the past and the past and the future with the future but some of it kind of blends together and i i made a request out of you and people are going to understand it later but uh check this out <laughs> Yo, I got to read this to you, and then uh, I got to go close this one vent out there, but Disco Dingleberry has fired back. Oh. Not majorly. First, he wrote, that's just how I feel. The show's been stuck in the mud. The ratings haven't gone up in months. They're doing tournaments. You know, a lot of guys like Wardlow, they're just still not... You know, we do reviews of the show, and I just tell it how it is. That was his first thing, right? And then okay, saying that he also said that Tony is playing the victim with the being under constant attack, which I brought up too, right? He's like, I, yep. he's he goes, he's just playing a victim, and he's too old to do so, which is the same said for his fucking uh, tweets. But then he wrote... I've paid my dues. I've gone up and down the roads. I've been in the ring and wrestled during a period of time when wrestling was as hot as it's ever been. You bought your way into this business and you're going to call me an irrelevant parasite. I did more to make a name for myself in this wrestling business than just putting up a bunch of money and buying a company. It's very offensive. You're the head of a company. This is not the behavior becoming of a head of a wrestling company. My man. Now you can say everything you want. But this week, I think you should fucking call him Disco Inferno for that motherfucking reason, dude. Are you shitting me? It's a deal. Wow. I may have to actually like put that into the show. 
like right as we go into Monday Night Wars or something that just that it for that whole thing like he fired back with class. You're gonna call me a parasite? Like I did stuff in this business. You bought your way in. Good for you. Wow. Damn. Huh. God damn. I hope he gets into the NWO Wolfpack now. All right, let me go close this back. <laughs> I may be looking at uh, his matches a little bit differently now when we're watching the wars. A little more respect for him. Just hitting it right on the head. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, he will be referred to by his Christian wrestling name. <laughs> And <clears throat> for this week and this week only, because it's the holidays, damn it, is Christian name. Uh, I'd have to say it's probably Beaumont. Uh, that be, that's probably his, uh, <laughs> that's got to be his first name. <laughs> what is that, Jackie Brown? Yep. All right, Charity but not, that's not we're not we're not talking about uh, Tarantino movies. We're not talking about the future of Glenn Gilberty or whatever the fuck his name is, but. Uh, what we're really talking about is the December, the end of December episodes of Monday Night Raw and Nitro. And as I made the tease a little bit ago, we're double, we're doubling down on it because we thought we could just get through and call it just this week. And then I asked ODM of Starcade because, I mean, come on, it's the end of the streak for... Goldberg, let's see how everything breaks down. Let's at least talk about it. Um, and as I mentioned, you said you went ahead and watched, and holy shit. Did everybody save some of their best stuff until the last two weeks of December for both of these companies? WWE, I feel like, is going to absolutely do no wrong. You know what? Dare I say, they're going to put some butts in some seats. That's for damn sure. Can't Soon. wait. That's going to be our return. That's pretty much going to be our return to the show. It's going to be great. Oh, it's fantastic. <clears throat> All right. Well, well, here we go. We'll st- yes, please break it down. It is uh, December 21st. Here we go. We're going to start with Raw, and then we're going to go on a WCW binge. Raw opens with Vince, Shane, and the Stooges commiserating in the back. Uh, he's got a bonus for the corporation. And Vince is going to step out for a little while, and he puts Shane in control while he's away. And he tells the Stooges, he tells Briscoe and Patterson, you're responsible for Shane. And as soon as Vince leaves, Shane's like, all right, come on, let's go. I got a lot to do. The corporation heads to the ring. They have tests with him. Uh, Shane's power hungry. DX music hits. Uh, DX brings out Mankind. And Triple H tells Shane he's an even bigger asshole than his old man, followed by Asshole Chance. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shawn Michaels tells Billy Gunn he's going to face Shamrock. Road Dog's going to face the big boss man. Briscoe and Patterson don't look too happy. Uh, and he says Triple H and his male companion X-Pac will face the Rock and Test, who is being referred to as the corporate insurance policy. And he says, Mankind, you deranged freak. Nobody puts their hands on my father without a little payback. And he says, you know what? You're going to face me tonight. And Mankind and Triple H just start laughing hysterically. It is one of the fucking funniest things I don't remember from the wars. I it, my favorite thing is mankind's initial response. He goes, "Well, Shane, my I guess the first thing I could say is." <laughs> I was like, "That was fucking awesome." I'm like, "He's just," and he's already over right now, really, really well with the crowd. Watching him do that to you know the prince of the of the company, it was 
I, I love this era of mankind. I forgot how good some of this stuff is because I got when it was live during the day. I was, you know, at this exact moment right now, I was cool with Stone Cold. I'm like, eh, I like The Rock being a champ, right? I like I like Triple H. I'd like to see him come up. Um, I'm also a big fan of your younger guys, though, like Edge. Like, I'm a, I was watching a lot of his shit. So I kind of was like, eh, all right, Mankind, whatever. But going back, I'm re-appreciating the... Art of Mick Foley. I gotta say that he he really was a gem on a weekly basis. He's our truth. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just the our truth hit. I mean, he's he can go in the ring, and the dude mm. can make you laugh. He makes other people bust up laughing on stage and shit like that. It's just I'm a I like rewatching this. So good job, ODM. It was your idea. There you go. I regret it every week. <laughs> Next, you get Mark Henry with D'Lo in the back. Fuck Mark it, Henry's 98. The they lost. WCW, it didn't Let's matter. Let's get it over <laughs> with. Mark Henry's in the back with D'Lo. Henry is outside a locker room. He says, yeah, I was invited by a couple women. D'Lo's like, come on, man, we got a match later, uh, and we'll get back to that. Uh, next, you get Gangrel versus Al Snow. Snow wins. The lights go out. You get the red flashing lights. Uh, Edge and, you can see Edge and Christian swarm the lights go out. It comes back on. This time, they did a better job with the lighting because when it came back on, you could clearly see Al Snow was covered in blood. Freaking out as only Al Snow can do. <clears throat> Next, you get Billy Gunn versus Shamrock. The ring announcer announces it as being for the IC title. The ref holds up the belt, and Gunn gets a roll-up win to win the IC title. It gets a pretty fucking good pop. Until HBK comes out and says, uh, I never said that the title was on the line. So, uh, yeah, you're kind of shit out of luck. Uh, gun drops Trow and Moonshine Michaels gets attacked by Shamrock and the Heels Powder. So, I may forget this. I, I likely won't. But when we start hitting March of 99, they did a Road to WrestleMania house show event in Rochester. And I was there. And a lot of the matches that are at actual WrestleMania kind of were the same way. It's like they were practicing their shit out, basically. Um, I absolutely am just now starting to remember how both Billy Gunn and Road Dog are still a team, but they both stay strong singles through this era right now. You're going to see them mm -hmm. have a lot more one-on-one -on -one matches, which is good because they were tag champs for so long. Now I'm liking that, like, Billy Gunn right here almost just won the, the IC title, and the crowd went nuts for it. Mm-hmm. Good dusty finish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Been getting a couple of those lately. Next, you get Hawk to the ring. He's uh, playing clothes, no paint. Uh, Sizzle doesn't have the mohawk. Uh, they flash back to Heat, where uh, he apparently attacked Draws with his cast. Uh, let's see here. Hawk says he's clean now. He goes through that whole spiel. Draws comes out. It, and you didn't mention this. You said the cast. This cast goes up to like his fucking bicep. It's a very, very yeah. long one. Did you happen to see any of the signatures that were on it? I only saw one, and it was Triple H. <laughs> Suck it, Triple H. <laughs> it was clear as day. Just suck yeah. it, Triple H. I go, excellent. That is so good. If they'd only just had Have a Nice Day from Mankind, that would have just, just so funny. Might have been on there. Might have been on there. Might not just have caught it. But, yeah, yeah it was, was in the, the one perfect that was clear. spot yep. where you could see it. Yep, absolutely. 
Uh, and he basically tells Draws, when I heal, I'm coming for, me, for you. Hawk attack, or Draws attacks Hawk. Animal makes the save. And uh, Draws Powder says, I don't need you. Well, he... And, he, uh, he you missed this, though. In, or at least you're not bringing it up. Or you are kind of not catching it. He kept saying, he's the pusher, man. He's the pusher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he didn't mean... The pusher, as in the guy who pushed him off the fucking Titan Tron. Right. He apparently has been feeding Hawk these pills and stuff to make him act drunk. So it's pills ah, are good. Damn, draws the pusher. Yeah, well, don't worry. He'll get his come up in sooner than later. Um, And then King says. <laughs> Too soon? Okay. Maybe I should visit that Facebook Karma. page. Paralyzation. Uh, <laughs> King goes. <laughs> uh, he died this year. All right. <clears throat> I know. Notice he didn't make the awards list. Um, <clears throat> King says, because, you know, they're referencing the drugs and all that. Most stuff. outstanding goes, lower body standing still of the entire year of 2023 <laughs> goes Jesus to... <laughs> King says, there's no drugs in the WWE. Sex, maybe. And speaking of, we cut right to Mark Henry outside the locker room. The door's open. And it's Jacqueline and Terry. I wish it I was this man in this episode. <laughs> for some of it. <laughs> for some of it, yeah. Hey, let's not lie. You'd probably be down for the whole thing. Mm. Next you get. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we get Blackman versus Blue Blazer. Owen comes out after the Blazer joins commentary, and he keeps saying the footage of him being revealed as the Blazer was doctored. And Cole, one of Cole's best lines ever, he goes, you know, that show was taped live. That was a live show. How did it get doctored? And Owen just clams up. He's like, oh. <laughs> it was great. Which, not always the case. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Uh, but still great. Uh, Owen ends up interfering in the match, sets up the Dragon Sleeper dick kick, but Goldust makes the save. They unmask the Blazer, and it's Jeff Jarrett this time. I still want to know who played the third one when both Jarrett and Owen were a part of it. Yeah. That's it a bothers good, yeah, me, and I don't, it, it's not like I can ask Owen anymore. I'm listening. Okay. Anyway, you see uh, sexual chocolate with PMS in the locker room, and... Uh, He's like, she's like, I oh, know, we're going to go take a shower real quick. You're going to watch. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, he licks his lips, and uh, he looks like that one meme where the guy's stepping out from behind the tree, rubbing his hands together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it was that meme, not the other one where yeah. the guy's hanging to the floor. <laughs> Next, you get Road Dog versus the Boss Man. Boss Man makes it a hardcore title match. Falls count anywhere. Boss Man uses a noose on Road Dog. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Oh, that's oh my God, that's true because he ends up uh, with WrestleMania. No shit, I didn't even think about that. Mankind interferes. Road Dog wins the hardcore title. Singles career, as I said. Yeah, there you go. It's just happening. Keep it rolling. We go back to I sexual like chocolate, and they put a dog collar on Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. You heard me. Mm-hmm. We get a Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett vignette. And basically oh, thank God. I swear to God, I was like, please tell me the peacock has this. Please tell me the peacock has this. 
Go ahead. It's the whole the whole vignette. It's basically you know what pisses me off. It's you know what grinds my gears. But every time he said, <laughs> it's what it was. But the thing was, he would keep saying it. Then he would say something. But when he said it, he would say it three times. And then I'd be like, you know what really pisses me off? Semen stained dresses. Semen stained dresses. Semen stained dresses. dresses. (laughs) I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And that's what pisses me off. And I swear to God, now that you just said the, it's what grinds my gears. Now that's all I'm going to see. That's hysterical. (laughs) That should be the episode. <laughs> what grinds my gears or semen stained no, dresses? Just the, the little corner <laughs> logo that says grind my gears and it's a bunch of gears grinding. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's just, I forgot about this whole thing because I believe then he's going to start coming to the ring soon that has a guitar or on his guitar it says, Don't piss me off on the back of it. Yep. Probably, yeah. He's already it. got the shirt. So, well, let's see here. Uh, we go back to Mark Henry now. He's blindfolded. He's shackled on the massage table with a ball gag in. Talking about Tarantino movies earlier. Talking about my Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not Tarantino until a foot gets involved. <laughs> a foot or a gimp. Oh, man. Next, you get the Acolytes versus the Job Squad, Scorpio and Holly. Uh, Acolytes get DQ'd, and they just beat the shit out of them. Then we get Shane versus Mankind. Shane gets a I'm few sorry, wait, 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 Did we miss the, the part with, with, uh, Jacqueline, uh, Terry and whip cream? We are not there yet. Thank you. Okay. I've documented everything. Don't worry about that. We'll get it in. Just getting ready for myself. I sounded dirty. All right. Aye, aye, aye. All right. Shane versus Mankind. The corporation's at the top of the ramp. Mankind fakes a chair shot, and he gives the chair to Shane. He says, now make your daddy proud and lay me out. For once in your life, show some balls, you gutless coward. Shane hits a chair shot to his bat, to Mankind's back. No sells it. Mankind starts to beat down Patterson's, and Mankind dodges, and uh, Patterson hits Shane. Mankind adds Briscoe to the corner pile. Um, he grabs Patterson by the balls. That's not a euphemism. He grabbed Which, P- look, Patterson. He could have grabbed Briscoe and we wouldn't have said much. But Patterson was just enjoying the goddamn best day of his fucking life right there. Well, he was probably thinking about the ring boy. That's what I was going to say. He's like, mankind's a ring boy. <laughs> That's an episode name we can't use. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sako comes out, uh, and HBK keeps the corporation at the top of the ramp. He will not let Shamrock or Bossman or Test go to the ring to save Shane. He keeps them at bay. Uh, Sako on Shane. Rock makes the save eventually. X-Pac comes out, hits a Bronco Buster on Shane, and DX clears the ring. Big pop again. And, oh, God, I don't want to give things away. I'm not trying to do this, but fuck it. It's, it's not like... We're telling you things that you've never, ever watched. And you're like, you know what? The only way I want to watch this wrestling is by listening to the top of wrestling. Explain it week by week. You've either seen this or you said, fuck it. I'll just watch it by now. Um, This all leads, obviously, to January 4th, which to me is not only Wrestle Kingdom in New Japan, right? It's not just their big day, but it is the best crazy spin of a a head-to-head for Raw Nitro with the outcome, everything to come. Um, 
And DX plays a very, very big role from now all the way to and during. And it's just, uh, as I'm watching it, I was like, this is tremendous. They've done a great job. They were really building the right people at the right time. The fact that DX, who beat the living shit out of Mankind for the tag titles at SummerSlam, are now pairing up with him, right? The crowd's like, oh, shit, he's down with that. And the funniest thing, and I don't know if you actually said it, but watching Mankind do Suck It, it was worse than watching Mike Tyson do it, right? Like, you just had the weirdest, stiffest arms doing it, and but you love it. It works. So, Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you had said, like, huge pop. I'm saying all this because it's just going to keep building and building how they built this for the last several weeks. Who would have thought that their plan was to do what they did? And here's the thing, even looking back at it, we're not seeing clear-cut signs of what's actually to come. No, that's the point. Like, we, I'm saying, yeah. like, and you don't even know when and where it's going to come to a head. But you have mm-hmm. a feeling something's going to, but there's a lot of great seeds being planted. Why I'm saying all this is, motherfucker, I ended up watching the match. I'm going to say that. The match, purposely. Mm-hmm. And... Billy Gunn, I'm just going to say this, attacks Shamrock. And I'm like, two weeks before, here we are. All this shit has a match with him. I'm like, we are building and building and building, and everybody has their own feud in a direction. And it's wrestling really, goddamn, really could not have been any better at that point. I I almost want to maybe go back to, goddamn. You know what's going to be a top topic is... Going back and we should just listen to me shitting all over the fucking thing. And then you should find little things like this. This is the best thing ever. I fucking love this. <laughs> well, there was that episode of F the Attitude Error. So That's we'll what I'm saying. Go back to that episode. There, yeah. Listen to me on that. And then you hear me now. And I'm like, I fucking love this. This is fantastic. Thanks for doing this, ODM. You're the man. <laughs> I still hate myself for it. Uh, we see Briscoe and Patterson in the parking lot, and they're worried about their bonuses. They're waiting for Vince to come back. We go back to the locker room. Mark Henry is being uh, squirted with whipped cream. He's got a big fucking body. That was a lot of whipped cream that just they used half a can on that body. It was. But she was. Oh, she and, went and, with a giant circle going inward like a giant target. Right, kept going, going, going until it was in the yeah. middle, and then Terry. Well, begins to start licking it off. And I was like, all right, we're going to have to turn this computer a little sideways here. In this <laughs> <episode."> <laughs> and one thing I may not have mentioned is Mark Henry is wearing nothing but red silk boxers. Red. That's it. That is it. Um, got the ball gag. He's got everything going right now. The whipped cream. She's licking him. And Jackie's up at the top, just getting ready. You don't know what she's prepping, but she looks like she's getting ready. Yeah, well, at that point, we see D'Lo knocking on the locker room door, and you can hear D'Lo's music playing. They're up next, and Henry's like, I'm coming, I'm coming, which is fucking hilarious in itself the way he said it. <laughs> okay. I, uh, that was, that was <laughs> ejaculate. <laughs> that wasn't whipped cream. <laughs> well, you... That definitely wasn't on the cock. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but All wait right. a second. Well, anyway. Is it during the match they go back to him? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting there. All right. Let me do my and damn talk. thing, dog. Stop stepping Why on my nuts. Why are you taking so long? Because <laughs> you chimed in. <laughs> Remember that? I told you I don't like locked doors. <laughs> D'Lo goes out solo. He's facing the headbangers. They go back. At this point, Mark Henry has a vice grip on his junk, <laughs> and he's getting whipped by PMS. But his screams are muffled, so you can't tell if it's pain or pleasure because he's got the ball gag in. And he's just I, squirming. Oh, man, that, that vice is a... Uh, something tells me he was screaming non-pleasure. The upper half may have been happy with what Jackie was doing. Could you imagine, yeah. though? Hear this shit. It is 11 a.m. Mark Henry arrives to the arena. And they go, yo, we got a uh, setup we're going to do tonight, but it's going to take multiple segments. Oh, on TV all night? Okay, cool. <sighs> Here's the issue. You have to actually ha- just wear nothing but, like, red boxers. I mean, I'm sexual chocolate. I can do that. All right, cool. And we're going to put a vice on your dick, and we were going to have the girls <laughs> not only put whipped cream on you, but they're going to beat the living piss out of you with whips. And they're going to be ball gagged. And wearing a dog collar. Man, my mom was watching. But, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, headbangers end up winning. Uh, obviously, they get the numbers advantage. And then Mark Henry just staggers out the entrance to the top of the ramp in his boxers with the shackles still attached to his ankles and the dog collar with smeared whipped cream all over Jizz him. Jizz just all over his chest. Just, just smeared. But it's kind of like, nothing. yo, you let me go to that bar and get in a fight with those guys. Yo, I just had the best fucking three-way in my life. And I think I also was kind of getting like uh, beat up. But I think it was really awesome. Let me tell you my story. I think it's better than yours. It's kind of how it looked when he came out. Like, he came out like, I'm sorry, but. Fuck. Bro, what do you want me to do, you know? <laughs> Shit. Um, you know, it's a Saturday. Yeah. Well, Monday. <laughs> we go back to the Stooges. Vince arrives. Patterson. Patterson tells Briscoe, hey, just let me do the talking. As soon as the limo door opens, Briscoe cuts in front of Patterson and says, it wasn't my fault, Mr. McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> so they fill so they fill him in. And he's they like, were All right, straight well, comedy duo, man. Like the stuff they did, oh, yeah. it was like watching a movie. They were good. All right, let's go. Oh, yeah. It wasn't my fault, Mr. McMahon. <laughs> So he says, all right, well, we're going to do something about this. So we get the main event is Triple H and X-Pac versus Test and The Rock. Um, it's I love this because DX is in the ring with him. And Triple H does the, you know, for the millions, you know, watching around the world. And he's got Billy Gunn laying under him like he normally does. And the best part is, is that at one point Triple H puts the mic to Billy Gunn and Billy is just cackling. Like he's, he's giggling like you do. Like you could tell, like it just hit him that night. He could not see. Was just he was he was in his happy place, man. I yep. don't know. It seemed like everything was right with the world. Billy Gunn that night because he just started giggling. It was great. And if you it also and he said because this was the is this show that was in Albany. Uh, I think that's the next one. Yeah, that's the next one. It is the next one. Okay, okay. Because he makes a mention of something in in. Uh... Because is is it next week where it was the beginning of DX? I mean, it's not like we're going to spoil it. We're spoiling it a week out. It, he's like, this is the birth of DX. This is the place of birth of DX. Was that this show or the next one? 
I don't know if I had that written down. I might have missed that part, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Whichever show was the Albany one, and they were, and he goes, for the thousands and tens and the millions watching around the world, and he goes, and because this is the place where DX began, I literally stopped to think, I go, isn't Albany where Sean got his fucking ass kicked? And I go, no, wait, that uh, was Syracuse. Syracuse. <laughs> I know, but I was sitting there, I'm like, that's how DX was born? I did the same you know, thing. You got your ass kicked that night. Thing. <laughs> so that's where we're at, my bad. But yes, Billy Gunn, giggly. You could tell it was live. Shoot, they're having fun in the ring together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Sean comes out. He says he's got a couple of rule changes. DX is barred from ringside, but the corporation can stay. Vince comes out and he goes, no, no, no. You know what? It's the holidays. Damn it. Let DX stay at ringside. The end of the match, the lights go out. Kane's music hits. And uh, Kane comes out and he tr- choke slams Triple H, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, almost The Rock. But they, they back him off, and then he hits X-Pac with one. Kane is the corporate Christmas bonus. So basically what happened was they don't really talk about it too much now, but basically, if you remember, they had him dra- uh, dragged off to the asylum. They basically reprogrammed him to be a stooge for the corporation. Yep, paid off to be a, a corporate uh, killer. And let's discuss how it goes off air. Well... Chain comes in, clocks Kane, who obviously no sells it, grabs her by the throat, and you said cha- wait, just you said chain, China. China, China, China. Sorry, I'm sorry. China comes in and clocks Kane, and Kane kind of approaches her, and she's surrounded by the corporation. She's up against the ropes, and she's doing the look around, like, nah, nah, you can't do this. Kane puts his hand around China's throat, and just as he kind of like kneels down, like he's about to bring her up, the show goes off the air, and you hear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And right off the air, I was like, ooh, great way to sell the ending. Did she go off or not? Or did she did take the choke slam or not? And look at the only reason I say, ooh, good ending, because I'm like, that's like 95% of every Nitro ending. To me, I was like, WWE doesn't do it often. And I'm like, I got to watch next week to hear if she actually took that fucking choke slam or not. Right. And I mean, and it's an actual cliffhanger. It's not just, well, what the fuck? You didn't tell us anything. You just went off the air. Right. Like how WCW's like, we're going to stay with you for the rest of this match. We got to go, folks. Uh, nobody won. Hang on. Uh, right. This was something where you're like, I didn't expect him to grab China's throat. Very, it was good. But let's take our fucking, let's see, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ooh, nine hours of WCW. Yo, we did. 1,417 hours of the Monday Night Wars for just 1998. Top yeah, of wrestling crazy. fans, we love you that fucking much. All three of you. Let's let's blast through Nitro. <laughs> we love you so much, we're going to blast through it and not tell you any of the shit. No, that was Mark Henry. Uh, hey, this is the holiday up. episode, by the way. He's drunk. I'm drunk. You're high. I'm at. Uh, no, I am just me. Oh, never mind. No, oh, I'm only on my first beer. We'll see how the fucking top topic goes. Yeah, I'm on we open up with a recap. A weird if I told you what time. <laughs> yeah, it's, so weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's midnight somewhere. I don't know. Uh, it opens up with a recap of the outsiders attacking Bischoff and a recap of Bischoff turning heel uh, on Thunder. He told Flair's kids he's sorry that their dad has such a weak heart while Flair's wife is in the front row and he attacks uh, David. Right. This is David Flair. 
D- David, the, the other one, the younger one that was in the previous segment uh, from like a month or two ago, he was. Uh, God damn it! Was in the ring Yo, as well. You set yourself up. I mean, like, were you trying to? No. And then Bischoff kisses wait, wait. his wife. Charlotte is Reed. Reed is Charlotte. Einhorn is Lo- all right. <laughs> You're gonna no go get the plunger and do the rest of the bit. <laughs> you know what's funny is when you're younger, not all that really hits you to understand what the fuck is going on. You're like, that's just a really funny movie. First time I watched it, I didn't get it. Second time, I was like, oh, now I understand Captain Winky. I thought yeah, shit. Now it's yeah. man, but now it's transphobic, so you can't talk about so, it. Oh, well, we could laugh about it because it was in a movie. Opening match is Fit Finley versus Scott Putsky. The bell rings eight and a half minutes into the show. This was a 10-minute match. Yeah. 10 fucking minutes. It went I was to like, break. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, this one was so worth having, they made it do two segments. And they never do that for even their main event. Well, I don't think I've ever seen their main, main event go two segments. Nope. Uh, yeah, Finley wins. Uh, the cat comes down to the ring next. He runs down the crowd, does his open challenge thing, tells a fat boy to sit down. Always got to love that. We see Santa show up, tossing candy canes to the crowd, and the cat asks Santa what he has for him. So he throws candy at the cat, enters the ring. They flash back to Thunder where Cat beat up Santa. And then Santa takes the cat out, and it's Saturn. But Saturn had a ridiculous amount of prosthetics and, like, fake mustache and beard and shit. And the fucked up thing is Saturn is so tan that with those prosthetics, it almost looked like he was black or doing blackface. Like Doing blackface. blackface. I was going to say it. I was like, yo, that did not look right. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, by the time they cut to break, he still hadn't pulled all the prosthetic shit off of him. They went hard with that fucking disguise. So... There's that. Um, On this Nitro, we have a new record for the Monday Night Wars. They hit the splash intro 27 minutes into the fucking program. But I want to tell you something. Thank you. Because as soon as I saw it and how late it was in, I go, oh, my God, we've had like four segments or uh, four different commercial breaks already. Are you want? Are you basically telling me the first entire hour of this show I didn't need to watch? Is that what you're saying? Like <laughs> the show didn't really begin seems until that way. now. It seems that way. Well, Saturn's gonna do this weird Santa blackface, whiteface thing. Ah, let's put that before the splash. <laughs> that way we're not held accountable. Ah, it wasn't on live live TV. <laughs> right? Shit. Well, anyway, next we get Chavo versus Kaz Hayashi. Chavo wins. Uh, Nash comes to the ring next. He, uh, shouts out Goldberg. He says, you know what? I was a world champ at one point and I had 197 title defenses and I have no losses. Um, and he says, you know, as I'm going to give a shout out to Flair here, Bill, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Why are you giggling? I'm giggling because like I was world champion. I had a, the 195 defenses. Yeah, man. You were fighting Mantar, King Mabel, mm-hmm. Waylon Mercy, the fucking wow, uh, Duke the Dumpster Drossy, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. weren't exactly, like, fending off your 
uh, Ric Flair's, Bret Hart's, Hulk Hogan's, you, you kind of had it easy. Yeah. Someone had enough. to be champion. It just got to be you. He was like Rocky. Well, wow. booms. Rot, no, not Rocky. You're looking at it in the different. That way. was that was like the whole uh, premise of the intro for Rocky Three. That he wasn't any good. He fought a bunch of bums for his title defenses. It's the whole fucking premise. Is that the one with uh, Michael Mr. T. B. Jordan? I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's gone. No. Yo, I got what anyway. your reference was. I understood it. it. It took a second, then I understood. I thought you just meant Rocky as in Rocky one. I'm like, uh, they just picked him from know. a book because it just sounded like the like but now, Italian okay, stallion. Three. The Italian stallion. Gene's on the ramp with Ray. You don't be fucking with no Southpaw. <laughs> right. She'll listen to Duke. Uh, Gene's on the ramp with Raven. Canyon's there. And then Gene asks the hard hitting questions. Like, are you still in therapy? Why was your mother here? <laughs> I wish this was asked weekly in 2023, 2024 to wrestlers. Let me ask you a question. Are you in therapy? How's your mom doing? <laughs> I don't ever remember Raven having to deal with this shit. This, nope. I must have really either. tuned out during this part. Uh, Raven says, well, she probably figured it was her chance to be on TV. Uh, Canyon starts in, Raven immediately just attacks him. And then Raven's mom just runs in. Scotty, you don't hit your friends. That's a that's a rule. Scotty, Scotty you need doesn't to see know. It. Scotty doesn't know. Doesn't don't tell okay. Scotty. Scotty, you need to see your doctor. And then Raven just goes, fine. I mean, according to his feud with CM Punk, I would assume his doctor is, he's the one they called to feel good. He's the one that gives you lots of cocaine. Probably. At least back in the 80s. Bischoff comes to the ring. Flair and the Horsemen are shown arriving to the arena. They're searching backstage. They find Norton. They beat him down. Uh, Arn Anderson has a wooden baton like the old school police officers. Flair comes out to the ring. He chases Bischoff out of the building. Uh, Flair goes back to the ring and he says he wants Wyndham tonight. That was our one. <laughs> Wyndham is Let's something I never two. thought I would have been taught. I uh, thought we'd be talking about in '98. Like when we're Bishop going back and, and watching this. No, no, Wyndham. I'm like, I never oh, anticipated I know, right? him being a part of all this at all. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I really was not paying attention a lot to this era. Or at least the, yeah, the show I, on a daily basis, weekly. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, hour two, Lismark Jr. versus Wrath. Wrath wins. Next, you get Ray versus Eddie Guerrero. There's a ref bump. Uh, Kidman comes out, hits Ray by mistake, and Eddie's able to get the roll up. Next, you get Scott Steiner to the ring. He calls out Mark McGuire because they're in St. Louis, and Buff comes out dressed as McGuire. And um, then the NWO ref comes out on an NWO trike. And I skipped this. This is because I'm. This was the year that him and Sosa had their mm. back and forth race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's one of the main reasons. Because I'm like, before that, who even really knew who Mark McGuire was? I did. Yeah. A lot of people did. Played with Conseco on. Do the me a favor. You explain <laughs> hockey. Explain <laughs> baseball to me. Just kidding. If it's over your head, I can't help you. Next, you get Norman Smiley versus Prince Ikea. Smiley wins. 
You get Hippie Hammer versus Barry Windham. Flair runs in to go after Windham. The Horsemen and NWO fight off. And they get to the back, and Benoit and Malenko get handcuffed. Uh, Flair cuts a promo in ring with Arn Anderson. And he says, you kissed my wife, you no good rotten bastard. And Bischoff comes out, Flair goes after him, and they're stopped by police and security. You've been smooching with everybody. <laughs> Al with the gimpy leg. <laughs> Chief, Bunny Bob, Lou. Cliff. No. <laughs> Next you get Jerry Flynn versus Booker T. Booker wins. Next you get wait, wait, Hang on, I got to say this. Hang on. This is our Christmas episode. Basically, right? Last year, it is. we had the Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animals, and the logo had the chick going ass to ass. <laughs> oh, why'd you have to spell it out? What are you, WWF? Jesus Christ. Let some things just exist as they are. It was, it I just great. remember, I was like, wait, where were we last year with Christmas? And I go, the logo just came to my mind. I was like, those things are not supposed to be together. We even had and the Christmas best colors. Christmas colors, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just wanted you to know where we're it, at this the, year, and we still got a top wars. topic to go. That, that, that's why the wars anthologies are going to be great because it's just going to be it's going to be twenty hours longer just for all the fucking derailments and laughing. Of fits. just it's going to be great. <laughs> just me giggling, yeah, pretty much. It's not like a chipmunk laughing. Um, you get one of the high voltage jobbers versus Luger. Luger wins. The other high voltage jobber comes out, and they have a conversation. We're supposed to be a team. Yeah, yeah, but you were injured. And it was it was really bad. So bad that WCW during this decided to do the Oscar award winning sound thing where they played the away while these two guys were still arguing in the ring. By the way, no microphone. The only people who heard this were the people at home. And they just gave up even on that. Fuck it. Even people with their own house, even if you have closed captioning, you shouldn't even be hearing slash seeing this. Yep. 100%. Next, we get Conan versus Alex Wright for the TV title. Disco Inferno comes out wearing the Wolfpack shirt. Alex Wright is uh, Alex Wright is crazy. I'm here to help you out. Uh, Conan tells him, take that shirt off. You ain't Wolfpack. Conan wins. Jericho attacks Conan with uh, the title post-match. Disco Fever. So, Disco Inferno. It's a damn shame I liked what I wrote down here. Challenges anyone <laughs> from the black You're and white. You're going to have to save those. <laughs> and uh, as soon as I heard him challenge anyone from the black and white, I prayed to God it would be Scott Norton. Oh, that uh, yeah, yeah. But the giant will have to do. And the first thing I thought is, is he going to fart in his face? You get an avalanche choke slam for the win. The giant cuts a promo on DDP. DDP's in the crowd. He retorts, calls giant fat head. Feel the bang. Fat head, feel the bang. La Rasa. <laughs> Main event. Scott Hall versus Goldberg. There's three minutes left in the show <laughs> when the bell rings. Nash comes to ringside. Bam, bam, interferes. Hall and Nash walk away. We'll see you at Starcade. <laughs> on the Starcade. <clears throat> on the Starcade 98, 12, 27, 98. Gene pushes the hotline. 
Hoovy versus Ray versus Kidman cruiserweight title triangle match. Ray stomps on the LW t-shirt during his entrance. Um, this this was a good choice for an opener. Lots of spots. I ain't mad at it. Eddie comes to the ring, distracts the ref, uh, then tends to Ray. Eddie reverses the roll-up count. He pushes him. It's a two-count. Kidman retains. It was a wonky fill at finish, but a, a solid match. Um, solid un- match. Very, very solid. I actually Very solid. Great it. opener. Yep, yep. Great opener. Until... Eddie runs down, Hoovy slaps him. Eddie throws a tantrum. He shoves Hoovy to the mat. And Eddie says, "If you want something done, you got. If you want something done right, you got to do it yourself." He challenges Kidman for the title. And Kidman comes out and says, "Hey, well, we can just do it now." And Eddie starts making excuses, and Kidman just goads him in, and they have a match. And Ray is, uh, you know, Kidman's backup to make sure that Hoovy doesn't interfere. Um, there's shenanigans by Hoovy and Ray the whole time, and Kidman retains. So Kidman does double duty as two matches. Uh, the first uh, the triangle match was much better than the Eddie match, but you know, no falls of his own. But even so, both Hoovy and Ray still stayed out there for that match. I'm like, yeah. So basically, all three should be getting double pay. In my eyes, they all worked two full matches in a way. Yeah. No wonder yeah. that they all got pissed and wanted to leave. Like, yeah, no yeah, we shit, worked. Right? We just worked the first 40 minutes of your pay-per-view. Are you shitting me? Yeah, it was like it went no shit. Long. It was like 35 minutes altogether for that entire mm-hmm. open. Yep. Definitely. Well, how do you follow that up with a fucking Nitro match cuz it's Norman Smiley versus Prince Ikea, which we literally just had on Nitro. I wish uh, they Smiley's accidentally getting... played the Nitro splash. Um, uh, yeah, this, uh, Smiley's getting over at this point. The crowd really likes him. Uh, Smiley wins and Shivani calls it the biggest win of his career. Why? Just cause it's on pay-per-view on not ni- nitro. He just won this yes. match fucking six days ago. Ah, it is. Cause the pay-per-view pay-per-view, you win a match on a pay-per-view. That's big things for you. I'm not saying necessarily, yeah, but it's, really it's paid better off for than him. it. Doesn't, doesn't Smiley end up wearing a football hel- helmet within the next six months? I'm not asking about the future. I'm talking about the present. Well, mm. through all the past, really, but, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you're in the future, you're really in the past. <laughs> What's a quince? <laughs> Hall comes to the ring in an outsider shirt. He cuts a heartfelt promo. He puts Nash over, and he said, I ain't got to prove nothing to no one. It's just myself. 1999 is going to be my year. Is it, though? think he gets real sober probably next you get the cat versus saturn cat does his five seconds to leave shtick cat calls ono in and holds him up saturn ducks cat eats a flying kick from ono instead and dvd saturn wins there you go jeans on the ramp with flair horsemen are barred from the building that was agreed to by flair <clears throat> and Flair also agreed that the black and white can be there, and they hype up that match. Don't worry, Steiner that's the last and, hype. Yeah, no shit. Steiner and Buffer in the locker room, they run down Conan. Luger comes back there, and Steiner says, you know, we're going to take out Conan, but we're going to leave Luger alone, and Conan seems a little concerned about that. Who? Conan! <laughs> Thank you. Let's do it. <laughs> Next, you get Scott Norton and Brian Adams versus Fit Finley and Jerry Flynn because... Nitro. Nitro? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Starcade. My bad. 
Shivani just got message that the Nash Goldberg match is going to be a no DQ. Uh, yeah, Norton gets the pin. Gene's on the ramp with Bischoff. Another fake apology. And he makes a point that, you know, Flair's stupid because he's got all these limos and Lear jets and all that. And he pays out of his own pockets. He goes, my company pays for my limos and Lear jets. And uh, as far as uh, kiss stealing, well, you know, the kiss Flair's wife on Thunder. Yeah. So basically, Eric Bischoff is playing 2023's Tony Khan. Okay. Yep, not far off. Minus the kissing part. Or is Tony Khan playing the 2023 version of Eric Bischoff? 98, yes. Well, flip-flop it. Strike that. Reverse it. Well, next you get Jericho versus Conan for the TV title. Jericho still has the title from when he stole it on Nitro. Ref bump because WCW, Jericho uses the title on Conan. He slaps the ref to wake him up. Uh, doesn't get DQ'd. It's only a two count, and then Conan locks in the Tequila Sunrise to retain. It's another Tequila Sunrise. Something, something, something. <laughs> That's all I know from that entire song. <laughs> well, here's the match. Bischoff, Flair. Bischoff gets the match. I thought, swear to God, I thought it was the main event. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, you wish. So I got a couple more. Bischoff gets in a little offense. Rick hits a low blow twice. No DQ. Flair gets busted open at some point, and he just shoves little Nate to the ground, says, fuck you. Hits a shattered dreams. Locks on a figure four, but the ref is out. Hennig comes out, slips Nux to Bischoff, knocks Flair out, and Bischoff wins. Jesus fucking Christ. At least uh, Kurt Hennig is back. Kurt's, well, they said he's been out with injury. Uh, he has like this uh, five o'clock shadow going on. Uh, he's in a suit. And when Flair got busted open, it was because Bischoff slammed him up against a guardrail. And then I noticed. They cut it because I saw him bleeding. I go, well, I got to go back. I want to see how this happened. When they slam, when Bischoff slammed Flair's head against the barricade, WCW did this weird thing. They they cut away and showed Bischoff walking around and taunting, so that Flair had time to blade. It was really weird. I'm not used to seeing that when I'm watching AEW. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's funny on Cornette they were talking about with Cody and Shinsuke. Cody hit a move and it was right before he got misted. They followed Cody so the ref could slip the capsule to Shinsuke without mm-hmm. it being on camera. You want to hear something funny? I watched one part because I had to go back on it during Final Battle. I thought Moxley was digging for the fucking blade in his pocket and couldn't find it. Luckily enough, it was the fork. He couldn't get it out of his pocket, but they kept having him on camera. I go, I swear to God, if this dude randomly starts bleeding after all this digging in his pocket and they showed all this, I go, I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. Luckily, it was just the, the fork. But oh, it's just point. a fork. It's, yeah, well, it's still, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it was a weapon at that point. But yes, my point is, smart. You look away, you have the other guy. This right here, you're like, I apparently Flair got busted. How good was that? Apparently, and you didn't know when. Just good shit. Good job. Same here. I'm not saying WCW is uh, great for every little thing, but, man, this was a good one. Like I said, they got right on Bischoff, and he's taunting the uh, the crown. Ah, fuck you. Ha, ha, ha. Whatever. Yep. Nailed it. At least they did something right. Giant versus DDP is... 
Giant vs. DDP is next. Uh, we get a ref bump, because why not? We've already had two in this fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> Brett comes to the ring with a chair. DDP ducks, and Giant eats the heat shot. DDP only gets a one count off of that pin. Yep. Giant sets up the avalanche choke slam, but it gets reversed into a diamond cutter. Crowd pops. Commentary pops. Uh, DDP wins. The commentary brings up that apparently in an interviewer vignette, DDP said he was working on a counter to the choke slam. All right. It's a good stretch, guys. Um, yeah. It was cool that it was off the top rope. I like that. You know, like the counter. Then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, hmm. 1997 was obviously the year before this for Starcade. DDP won the U.S. title from uh, Hennig, and Brett made his debut. He's not even on the fucking card tonight. He's over here just intermingling in the middle of a match. That's what he's doing tonight. And if I'm not mistaken, I think not the next Starcade, but the one after is where he decides to kick Bill in the head. So... Or no, Bill kicks him in the Bill head. decides to I kick meant. him yes, in the head. Yeah. Is what I meant. Yeah, yeah. So um he's off to a great start. Good career oh, choice. Hitting the ground running. Yep, he's the hit man. Or just the, he's fucking getting hit because he's not put on TV. So All right. Well, listen, in case you've been living in a cave and you aren't familiar with this, uh the main event is Kevin Nash versus Goldberg for the world title. Nash hits a low blow. Again, they mentioned earlier in the show this is non DQ. Do you have a time? As to how long this went. I didn't, and at this point I must have just been happy I was done watching the pay-per-view or <laughs> it was over or it was over ten minutes, but I don't yeah, I don't think it 14 was fourteen minutes. Okay, and then yeah. The bell rang to start the match, and I go and they didn't do a whole lot of celebration. And I go, Well, I'm goddamn impressed. Bill Goldberg's having more than a four minute match tonight. Let's get this going. Yeah. I was actually into it to see how it would go. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. They, you know, it was another one of those where, you know, Bill pulled out some wrestling moves. You know what I mean? Um, so Nash hits a low blow after a spear and kind of gets him some time. And Disco Inferno comes out and hits the apron for some reason. Wait, stop, stop. We have to do it. It's a trifecta. Does that mean I can go back to calling him what I normally call him? Absolutely. After three in a row, we're good. Go. Well, Disco Balloon Knot comes out and hits the apron for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's been holding on that one. (laughs) I have. (laughs) Goldberg immediately kicks him, pulls him into the ring for a spear. Then Bam Bam runs in and Goldberg knocks him to the floor. And then the famous spot everybody is familiar with, you have... Scott Hall dressed as security, hits Goldberg with the cattle prod. Nash hits a jackknife. The crowd is on its fucking feet while he sets up the jackknife. Nash wins. Goldberg's 173 and 1. Nash is your new champ. Bro, that place lit the fuck up. And Goldberg's (sighs) over his shit. He still popped. I'm really, really, really glad you just said that. Um, because to me, 
you hear Goldberg being like, they, Nash had to do a, a booking thing and made it about him and he wanted to end my streak and blah, 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 blah. Did you listen to that goddamn crowd just lose their fucking mind? Mm-hmm. The match wasn't even over. The fact that he was cattle prodded and going about for the uh, the powerbomb, the crowd was, the entire arena was on their feet for that exact moment. The moment he put his head between his legs and you're like, holy shit. Crowd's there for it. So Bill can say whatever he wants. It was absolutely, if the crowd was going to go that nuts for that title change right there on the spot, if they wanted you to beat Nash, it would have been half a sound. If the whole oh, yeah. crowd does it, it was a good decision that night. Just play ball. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's yep, that's it. Yep, there you go. Well, as promised, we are going to close out this this chapter, this year of the Monday Night Wars with the final Nitro and Raw of 1998. That's December 28th. And we're on a fucking Nitro tear. Let's keep it going. Um, really? You get a video of Bischoff, Hennig, Steiner, and Buff celebrating in a limo after the pay-per-view. And believe it or not, the splash intro was a minute into the show. I Another swear record. to God, I go... Wait, did they see how late they were last week? And they're like, maybe we should start at the, sh- at the beginning of the show this week, and then we'll gradually go back to four minutes, five minutes, six minutes. Seven minutes. Yeah. That's really funny. Uh, let's see. The cat with Sonny Ono come to the ring, and Jericho just brings out uh, some very shy, timid wrestler. He calls him Shama Naba Nubi. Uh, no. It sounds- no, 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 no. Shama Lama Ding Dong. He called him Shama Lama Ding Dong, and I fucking lost my mind laughing. I don't know why I was like, he's like, and here is, he goes, obviously we have my trainer, or my bodyguard, he goes, we also have here, very famous wrestler, Shama Lama Ding Dong. You put the ooh, ma, ma, oh, 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 Shama Lama Ding Dong. That is why. That is why. No. Wait, who sings that? Otis, my man. Oh, uh-huh, cool. Keep it that way. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it's a squash. Norman Smiley versus Chavo. Smiley wins. <laughs> Don't get mad you got got. Don't get mad. <laughs> oh, I got got, and I do. I am not a good singer, so I perfectly, you know. But, yeah, that's the route you chose. We'll go with it. We got a shot of a Rolls Royce and Raven's mom and Canyon get out of it. They must have just got done banging in the pool house. They get Raven out of the car and into the mansion. Canyon is just impressed by this big, beefy mansion. Canyon is just, he walks in, he's just looking around like, holy shit, what the fuck, Raven? And it, it's great. It's like, I, I, I'll, make you, I'll make you a sandwich. I'll, I'll make you a nice ham and cheese sandwich, and I'll, I'll put some chocolate in your milk. Raven goes to the bar. He's like, Canyon, make me a drink. He's like, no, no, man. I go. And he sits down on the couch. He goes to turn it. Mom, the TV doesn't work. <laughs> so basically, why this guy has acted like the way he has for the last couple of years and looks like he's a homeless, drugged out asshole is because he was he was growing up rich. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's a different storyline. I'm going to give it time. I don't remember this at all. I remember Canyon. I remember who better than Canyon. I remember he was friends with Raven. I don't remember this exact storyline at all with the whole, you know, his mom and all this shit. Right now, I will give it maybe 
0.05 of a point above Judy Bagwell. But, yeah, that's two moms are getting involved in this show. I just want to throw that out there right now. Not in a good way either. Welcome to Monday Mommy Nitro. Monday MILF Nitro? Nope, neither are MILFs. Yeah, nah, neither, yeah. That's a good point. Well, anyway. Nia Jax conversation. Gun. Oh, my hole. <laughs> Fit Finley versus Booker T. Booker T. I had so many fucked up things to say. Go. Yeah. Please. Gene's in the ring with Flair. Flair has luggage with him. And he just says, I'm ashamed I got my ass kicked last night. He basically mentions, you know, I was getting on a plane. I was going to go home. Wife wanted me to come home. But I said, fuck that. I'm going to Nitro. And I uh, just starts showing off his clothes, bragging about how, how rich he is and how much, you know, how expensive his clothes are. The normal Flair stuff. Says he's got this $2,000 wallet. You can have it, Bischoff. This $30,000 gold Rolex. You can have it. Here's a bunch of cash. He starts tearing it up, throwing it around the ring. Throws his shoes into the crowd. Takes his pants off. Struts. Elbow drops to the clothes. He says, I'll leave wrestling forever. I'll sign over my house, my car, my money over to you. Um, but you got to fight me one more time. And I beg you, if I beat you, I get to run WCW for 90 days. Way to shoehorn that one in there. Well, the 90 days thing was very, I think it was just how they could at least get the storyline to happen. And, and we'll get to there. Um, this dude is straight up in blue boxers only. Yeah. Like, this is psych ward Ric Flair at his best. Mm-hmm. And what was fantastic is the first shoe, he lofted to like the third balcony of the place. The second shoe, he rifled at the fourth <laughs> row person, like, at their head. And I'm like, if you didn't have your hands up, you were fucked. Oh, How, yeah. You, if you have not, I'm telling you, everybody, uh, I'll say it one more time. The date for this WCW Nitro was 12-28. Watch his promo and tell me he didn't goddamn nearly kill someone. Hopefully you had some a raucous crowd that everybody was able to grab it. But he rifled that fucking loafer hard at the crowd. And this is when I, right here, no lie, I go, thank you, ODM. Thanks for (laughs) telling me we should watch this one right here. This is one of my favorite Flair promos in a long time. Everything has just been about, Bischoff, I'm going to take you down, blah, 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 blah. Like, whatever. The last several weeks has been generic. I missed the crazy motherfucker that was doing the the partying and dancing all night long that we were watching in the late 96, early 97. The VIP Watching table. him do this, I go, oh, we're back. Oh, we are back, baby. And this yep. isn't even the best part of Nitro. It's not. It's not go. at all. Uh, yep. So uh, it says, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take your head out of Hogan's ass. He starts naming wrestlers again you know, from the old school guard. Takes out handcuffs, and he cuffs himself to the ropes, and he goes, I'm not leaving until Bischoff gets out here. Uh, they go to a break. Come Wait, back, Bischoff. Come- before he goes to break, before he goes to break, he goes, and I swear, when we come back to break, I'll be completely naked. <laughs> you try to take that camera off me, I'll be completely naked. Uh, yep. He taunts Flair while he's still cuffed there, and after a while, Bischoff agrees. So there you go. So Next it's going to be Barry 90 Wind- days versus done with wrestling forever. There you go. Barry Windham versus Prince Iakea. Windham wins. Next you get Tom Atchison. 
He was one of the security for WCW, and he works with SWAT, and he's with Gene on the ramp. And, um, yeah, basically they just discussed the, the the cattle prod that Hall used on Goldberg. Yeah, dangerous stuff. Well, well, you see, Gene, how this works is if you put this up to a cattle and you prod them, well, that's a cattle prod. And he cattle prodded Bill Goldberg. Is that enough? Yeah, go take your 50 bucks and get back out of here. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It's a fucking useless segment that went like... However long it was, that many minutes too long. Too long. Too long. There you go. Uh, next, Gene's in the ring with DDP. Feel the bang. <laughs> next, you get Conan in the back with Disco Touchhole. Uh, Conan's running him down. And he says, you're not in the wolf pack. Nash comes in, and he's pissed off for uh, Disco <sighs> jumping into his match with Goldberg at the pay-per-view and says, you know, that's a blemish on my win. Now everybody's saying I couldn't do it without help. And says, you know what? You want to be in fine. I will give you a match if you win the match you're in. But then, but then, like, but if you don't, he's like, stay the hell away from us. Like, Nash yeah. was pissed about his title win because I like how he sold it. He didn't know Disco got involved. He didn't know Scott Hall got involved during the moment. Right. Most people, when they come to the ring, they're like, I'm a champ, blah, blah, blah. And they will tend to completely ignore all that shit. Mm-hmm. He's pulling point to the, the fact that it was a blemish. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's a face move. Yeah. Very John Cena-like of you, Kevin Nash. And yes, and it was, and it was very well-timed, too. Very well-placed, I have to say that. Uh, next, you get Eddie and Hoovy versus Ray and Kidman. Eddie's still pissed at Hoovy, but uh, the LWO wins. Next, you get Nash and Wolfpack to the ring. Um, he says Disco has to face Bam Bam, and if he wins, he's in. If he doesn't, he stays the hell away from us. And he says, next Monday night, I want a rematch for the belt. I made mistakes last night, and I won't make them again. Sounds like it'll put butts in seats. Is that... That is, yeah, it is. It's January 4th, right? <laughs> I night. like what you did right there. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, God, you just touched the screen with your finger. Fantastic. Um, it's funny because it was the first thing I thought of, and I'm like, I can't believe how it's weird. Crept up on I'm us, genuinely excited to watch the first week of 99 more than I am right now, the 2024 Royal Rumble. I'm like, oh my god! I can't wait till we cover this shit. I'm so excited about this. It's gonna be a good one. Mm-hmm. A nice little run here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, next, you get Disco Dead Meat versus Bam Bam. Take a guess who won that one. <laughs> Dead Meat. Uh, Bischoff and Hennig are backstage and making fun of Flair. And then we get a doctor just on screen, just like a pre-taped interview with a doctor in his office, you know, talking about Flair's episode the other night on Nitro. And he goes, he didn't have a heart attack. We did see uh, high levels of digitalis, uh, which can, uh, you know, uh, be converted into several toxins, one of them the digitoxin. Um, And he basically just says a lot of words and saying the source of the toxin is still under investigation. But basically what they're alluding to is that Flair was poisoned. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Good job. Good job, Bischoff. So Gene goes to the back to talk to Bischoff and Hennig, and they say they're not happy about the doctor's report, and they want an attorney. I'm going to sue that quack. All right. Quack. Next, you get Scott Steiner versus Cone. Huh? Hmm? Huh? We're good. All right. 
Scott Steiner versus Conan for the TV title. Conan takes out the black and white ref in powders, so another ref comes in. Uh, Conan locks in the Tequila Sunrise, but Buff pulls Scott's legs under the rope. Luger comes in to take out Buff. While Luger and Buff are arguing, Scott locks in the recliner and wins the TV title from Conan. Believe it or not, when the match started and I saw it was Scott Steiner versus Conan for the TV title, I go, well, how do you keep Scott looking strong unless we're doing this by DQ because he's the quote-unquote <laughs> leader of the NWO? I didn't remember he actually won the TV title. Kind yeah. of impressed with that. I I knew he did the U.S. and world title, if I'm not mistaken, but mm. I never knew he won the TV. Yeah. He needed, he definitely needed a little prop at this point, I think. I mean, he's pretty over his big pop of pump right now. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, one of but his I biceps figure... needed to carry something for a little while. <laughs> the air was got coming. got tired out. of carrying little... buff too much. <laughs> They're already tired of carrying his fucking syringes. So, <laughs> Jesus. Moving on. Next slide. Scott Hall versus I Brian I swear Adams. to God, if next week AJ Styles comes out with uh, Big Papa Pump Arms, <laughs> we're going to know something's up in WWE. What the shit? Uh, Scott Hall versus Brian Adams. Scott Hall's wearing a Goldberg shirt. There's... This is there's 20 minutes left in the show, and I thought to myself, this has got to be the main event, right? Hmm. Then I remembered what show I was watching. Uh, Hall cuts a promo on Nash, and then Hall wins. There you go. Your main event is Flair versus Bischoff, the rematch. If Flair wins, he runs WCW for 90 days. He loses, he leaves wrestling. Bischoff is seen getting into a limo like, well, fuck that. I ain't sticking around for this. I'm out of here. As soon as he opens the limo door, it's Mongo, along with the rest of the horsemen. They just pick his ass up, and they carry him to the ring. And again during the match, Flair says, Little Nate, get the fuck out of my face, and just floors him. Uh, the horsemen deal with Horace and Vincent and the rest of the black and white. The giant comes into the ring. He headbutts the giant. And then, with no music, thankfully, comes out this very nice-looking blonde. With Macho Man on her arm. The fucking police pops. He's wearing a black and white NWO shirt. Comes into the ring. Does too sweet with the giant. And then he crotches the giant. The crowd is on their fucking feet. Dude, they were on their feet. As soon as they saw him walking down the aisle, they had the, mm. the eyes on Bischoff and Flair still with the camera. And the crowd was mm -hmm. going nuts. I'm like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Like, everybody's getting real excited. And as soon as they panned and showed this blonde and macho man, I go, oh, shit. And his hair is blacker than ever. Dude, mm -hmm. it's like he dipped his head in straight up black ink and was like, let's go to the ring. saw <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> reference. Uh, oh, my God. And it was funny because, no lie, about two, three weeks ago, I debated going, can I ask you a question? Where the fuck is Macho Man? Like, I yeah. haven't seen him in several weeks. He's supposed to be a part of Wolfpack, and here he is. And it's funny because he was a part of Wolfpack when leaving. Yep. He shows up here in the black and white, and Giant's dumb enough. He's like, oh, well, I turn face all the time, and he also let's try this. Okay, too sweet. Hit to the dick. Good stuff, man. Yep. There you go. And then yep. Flair and then, ends uh... up winning with... Uh, he ends up, does he, oh wait, this kills me. Figure four. I'm going to say this because it bothers me. 
He gets it with the figure four, gets the win. He is now running WCW for the 90, next 90 days. And then for no fucking reason, he does an elbow drop on, on Bischoff. And the ref counts three. And they go, ah, yep. for good measure. <laughs> and I go, ah, that's different. Okay, did yeah. we need it? Well, he's in charge. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, everybody comes out. DDP's out. Dusty, uh, Zabisco, Shivani, uh, Booker T was there. out. Yeah, and uh, they uh, Heenan says, "What a way to end out the year!" Yeah, they Ooh. celebrated the way Lex Luger won the countout victory against Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except this one actually meant something. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Well, well, let's see how Raw finished it out. <laughs> Raw is in Albany, New York. This is the one. Oh, uh, we get a recap of uh, Kane joining the corporation and. He does the. He says, "Thank you, Mister McMahon," with the whole voice modulator. Uh, we see the corporation backstage. Uh, Vince is kind of, you know, showing Shane the ropes of what it's like to be in charge and how he should conduct himself. And he says he wants to humiliate publicly and possibly beat Shawn Michaels' ass. So they go into the boiler room. They're looking for mankind. They find him, beat him down. And one of my favorite fucking parts is, in all the chaos, all you hear is Shamrock yell out, Please let me bash his brains in! <laughs> and in reference, in case you don't remember, um, in the match between Shane and Mankind, Sean held off the corporation from yeah, trying to that. join into the match. No, I know you did. So that's okay. why Vince is like, I'm going to beat Sean's ass tonight. He's very yes, thank pissed you. off. He, thank he, you for yes, clarifying thanks. that. Yes. Yep. Very good. Very good. Uh, let's see. And then they do a weird thing. They're like, you know, Mankind, we're going to give you a shot at the hardcore title tonight. And they just leave him laying. And uh, they walk out of the boiler room. They hear music. And Vince is like, well, what the hell is that? And Shane goes, well, Val Venus actually has a hardcore title match against Road Dog for per Shawn Michaels. And Vince says, well, we'll see about that. Uh, so we get that match. Road Dog comes out first. Uh, Velvina says the next couple of days, and he points to his right leg. He says, this leg will be known as Christmas. And he points to his left leg, and he says, this one will be known as New Year's. So why don't you come visit between the holidays? Swear to God, I've been waiting the longest time for this. 100%, I promise you, this is absolutely my favorite Velvina's line, and I actually use it, if I can, somehow. Saturday nights. Uh, dude, even if you were like, ha, 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 your team lost. Yo, this is Christmas, this is New Year's. Why don't you spend some time right here, right here between the holidays, motherfucker. You know, I'm saying, I use it very often because that was the slickest goddamn line. I like that one. Yeah, it's definitely one Not of the everyone better ones in recent memory. Like the oh, no. Eiffel Tower is big and as a tip, so do I. moving on the corporation comes to ringside test is in the ring he bulldogs venus and the ref calls for the bell why even king's like i thought it was no dq well it's because it's the corporation so uh they beat down val venus dx comes to the ring vince is on the mic at the top of the ramp and he says this match is official you're going to defend it against uh mankind later and x-pac for bronco busting shane we just started with you pal that goes for all of DX. No one ridicules the McMahon family. And it seems like HBK has a little DX left in him. 
He didn't come to Shane's aid, and he stopped the corporation from helping. So I'm going to publicly fire him like I wish I could every one of you fans. Al Snow's backstage. He is still covered in blood and still freaking out. <laughs> still red, head to toe. You have the stains. It's on his face. And I go, okay, yeah, I got to be honest with you. Great carryover. You're wearing mm-hmm. everything from a solid week before being stained yeah. in that blood. I, I swear to God, I go, wait, I already watched this episode, right? Oh, oh, it's a different week. Okay. <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I'm like, I saw this already. I kind of like one. it. It's a rerun. <laughs> <laughs> What's a rerun? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Vince is praising Kane backstage. Briscoe and Patterson are behind Kane's back making fun of him. Uh, Vince yells at Kane to look at him. He says, uh, "Bring me, I want you to bring me another member of DX tonight. I want them on my mantle like a trophy. Next, you get Al Snow versus Edge. Snow gets a chair, goes to the top rope, but Edge flops him face first onto the chair. Edge misses the top rope spot. Snow uses heed. Brood runs in. Job squad comes out. This was a no contest, I think. You know, it's like it's almost like they just said, you know, ah, fuck this match. It's not that important. Yeah, no, they, to the they end were of fine it. with that. They were like, I yeah. think we got our point across. Absolutely. Next, we see X-Pac in the back. He's talking to Dennis Knight from Southern Justice. Uh, and Dennis says, he told me to be here. Uh, this is Phineas uh, from the Godwins. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yep. Exciting. Exciting. Um Next, you get Sable versus Spider Lady for the women's title. Uh, Before the match starts, the female fan runs in with a rose. Fangirl's out. This is the same women that we've seen sporadically in the crowd where they haven't... They've made sure she was in the right part of the frame, but they have never, like, focused in on her and be like, oh, look at this lady. She's a big fan. Um, and... Now that I'm watching and we're seeing, I can at least, you know, fuck it. It's not, again, we're spoiling nothing. You know, this shit's 25 years old. I believe, right. if I'm not mistaken, this is soon to be Jackie Gaeta, Gaeta, however you say her name. It's like G-A-Y-A-D-A-Y or something like that. Uh, I just fucking butchered that. But either way, I believe that's who that is because she ends up like being with X-Pac and a part of DX a little bit within the next couple of months. Uh, but that's who this is. She's your Mariah May to your Tony Storm. Ah, there you go. You're Very good. You're Mickey James to your Trish Stratish. There you go. Did you see in Mickey James a hardcore match against uh, who did she face in that hardcore match? Oh, it was pretty brutal. But uh, in the uh, fuck was TNA it? recently? In Impact. Yeah, this was recent. I'm pretty sure it was recently, unless it was a recap. But uh, I think um, she um, had um, a hardcore um, um, match Grace. against. Was it Jordan Grace? I don't think it was. I think no. it was. It might have been an older match, but dude, the chick grabbed her by the pussy, and it's great because oh, Mickey good. just looks down and laughs and just fucking does the fucking tongue thing. Oh my god, that's so crazy! Wait, what episode? What name? What title? What's the show? What's the match? <laughs> it wasn't that exciting. Don't worry about it. I'll find it for you. Um, yeah, long term, long long term. What match was Tony. it? <laughs> Security gets the super fan out of the ring, and King brings up that the last time we saw Spider Lady, it was Moolah. And I'm like, oh, God, already? The same, that's exactly what I thought. I go, oh, my God, if this is Moolah right now, I go, in 98? I could have sworn it's like maybe 2000, but holy shit, here we go. 
I want to rewatch Pulley Ray putting her through a table, see if we can hear the fart. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the bell never rings. Spider Lady takes off her belt and starts whipping Sable. The oddities run in to make the save. They pull Spider Lady off and unmask her, and it's Luna. And then it's about five seconds later, I realize that out of nowhere, George the Animal steals there with the oddities. They Where never the mentioned it. the fuck did George the Animal steal get in the oddities? <laughs> I know, right? It threw me off. I go, no, mm. hang on. I know I watched this with a little bit of chicken. No, nah, no, nah, this ain't Raymond. But, but I, know, <laughs> I know for a fact I have not seen steal on this tv show at all and all of a sudden he's out there luna stop it you're one of us weird yeah very weird anyway next you get boss man versus x-pac a test comes out he's attacked by val venus ref calls for the bell wwf just said fuck these matches <laughs> it's the holidays we're gonna blow through some of this shit we get a rocky vignette of Shane and Vince training for the Rumble with fake Rocky music. Vince drinking raw eggs. It was it was fucking great. I hate One, Austin. Just Who do you hate? <laughs> I hate Austin. Who are you gonna beat? Austin. <laughs> then he goes, "Who are you gonna beat?" Austin. I that was my favorite one. He goes. He gave like a silent look and he goes, Austin. <laughs> great vignettes. It I was, forgot it, how good those are. Yeah, it was, it was classic. Uh, next, you get Goldust and Blackman versus Owen and Jeff Jarrett. Dan Severn comes out in the middle of the match in a neck brace, and Owen apologizes and says, you know, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we already dealt with this, and Severn just ain't having it. Owen gets back into the ring and gets rolled up by Blackman. Again, WWF just said, fuck these matches. <laughs> Tune in next week to see how everything finished. <laughs> Um, we go into the parking lot and we see the acolytes attack Dennis Knight on his way, leaving the arena. They beat the shit out of him. They throw him in the trunk of his own car and they drive off. I wonder where this is going to go. Next, you get Triple H uh, versus Shamrock for the IC title. Shamrock gets an ankle lock on. Triple H gets the rope. Shamrock doesn't break, so it's a DQ. Turns into a brawl. Um, yeah, Kane is just watching there from the floor. Patterson and Briscoe tell him to get in there. Next, you get Badass with Kevin Kelly. He's talking shit on Shamrock, who happens to walk by, and they just talk shit back and forth. Again, keeping that story going. Yep. Let's see. Sexual Chocolate and D-Lo come to the ring. Mm-hmm. And on Heat, PMS said they are tired of men, and that's why they did what they did to Mark Henry. And Henry apologizes to China. What I did with those women was wrong. PMS comes out, and it's great because Mark Henry hides behind D-Lo. <laughs> D'Lo calls them glorified ring rats. Ring that rats. one, that one got a pop. <laughs> Even if you don't know what that is, you know it nope. ain't good. Nobody, if you learned that. it that day. No shit, right? Uh, the DX music comes, uh, hits, and China comes out. China says, China actually gets some some lines here. Says. He may be a gentleman, but I'm not. And I'm telling you for the first time, the last time, and the only time, stay away from my mans. And she actually goes, she goes, for the first time, for the last time, and Terry's looking the other way. She goes, and you look at me when I'm talking to you. I go, God damn. Stay away from my man. Mark Henry jumps up and down like he just won (laughs) 
seven cars on the price is right. Like he is losing his fucking mind. And then she walks over. And for the first time ever, we start to realize that China is wearing braces. And she goes, yeah. And I'll see you later. <laughs> and he is losing his goddamn mind. It was awesome. Good shit. I loved the whole I'll, segment. I'll, Him I'll jumping up and down. Oh, my bitch, she's defending me. I cheated. I had the other girl put my dick in a vice. I had whipped cream on my chest. And she said, that's my man. Good for him. It was it was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Again, wonder where that one's gonna go. Jesus fucking Christ. Corporations on a manhunt backstage. Uh, and then I'm assuming that the sound clip that we heard on the intro to this segment of the wars was the raw year in review vignette. Just some of the oh, high spots it. from Raw during '98. Yeah, it's great. When you start watching, you're like, "It was a good year." It was a really yeah. good year. Like just in some of the Hell little yeah. moments, you're like, "Holy shit!" A lot of great things happened in such a year, and you're like, "Wow, oh, you're right." Take your dig set on fire at Royal Rumble because you can't remember that all the way back to now. You know, like it's so much shit has happened. Absolutely. Uh, Godfather's being beat down backstage by the corporation and the hoes are screaming. Baby's crying. <laughs> Good for you, Colin. <laughs> Next, you get Billy Gunn versus the Godfather. Well, not the Godfather. Shane has a surprise. It's corporate Kane. Briscoe and Patterson at ringside. Shamrock interferes, locks in the ankle lock. Ref is distracted by Patterson. Kane goes for a pin after the choke slam. The Stooges tell him no, more punishment. Another choke slam, they want more, but DX comes in. X Pac hits Kane with a drop kick off the top. It's a DQ. Again, fuck these matches. <laughs> Next, you get Road Dog vs. Mankind for the hardcore title. The Rock joins commentary. We see Shawn Michaels arriving to the arena. Mankind steals a table from a TV tech in the back. The tech actually chases him out. Kind of funny. Yep. Uh, but he powders off. He he hits Road Dog with it, and Dog returns the favor. At one point, you see a fan hop the barricade. Security scooped his ass up quick. And he is lucky because those are not the motherfuckers you want to be on the floor with if, if the wrestler's about to beat your ass. Been there. Oh, well, it wasn't a wrestler. I was just talking about my time with I wish Ben Wild was here. It was a different security guard beat me up. It, yeah. it was yeah, it was a different one, yeah. That was yeah. It was a different day altogether. Oh, I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. <laughs> so yeah. Rock leaves commentary while Dog and Mankind are in the production area. Rock gets there, he hits a rock bottom to Mankind on the floor, Dog retains. Main event is not a match, it is a segment, but it's Vince coming to the ring, calls out Shawn Michaels, and he shows the Shawn Michaels footage back when he was with DX saying, I don't need you, McMahon, you need me. He called Vince a piece of shit during that promo. Uh, that's the, also the promo where they have Tyson in the ring who's just going like this, doing the X's yep. the whole time while uh, Heartbreak Kid is doing the promo. And uh, then he does a recap of HBK holding back the corporation while Shane was getting his ass kicked. And Vince McMahon doesn't lay down for anybody, so you're fired. And HBK says, fine, fuck it, and just hits sweet chin music on Vince. Uh, and HBK powders through the crowd after he takes the tie off and the shirt off. And uh, It's crazy when you yeah, look we do at get... the video of him running down Vince McMahon, how he looked. He was, like, beat red, 
like you could tell he was like, and I don't mean in a bad way, like on pills. I'm saying because we know this is when he fucked up his whole back Pain. after the the casket match. Yeah, I'm like how he looked then, and then how he looked in the ring at that point. I'm like, oh, that's two different Shawn Michaels, even right there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if he's clean at this point, even in the end of '98, but that's not the same guy anymore. Right, hundred percent. And that's how 1998 ends. That is how nine. Now there was just a little quick uh, aside. They did a little bit of extra attitude. There wasn't much to it except the Stooges are helping Vince out of the ring and down the steps, and Patterson and Vince fall to the floor, and Vince kind of lands on top of Patterson, and he almost starts beating his ass. Like he keeps pulling back, like he's gonna punch the shit out of him, but. Yeah, it, it was worth a giggle. But, yeah, that was 1998. Man, it's been a big year, man. 1,700 hours. And what's <sighs> funny is, i got to be honest with you, every time you say Briscoe and Patterson, all I can think of is Liston beats Patterson from uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. So I'm like, Briscoe and Patterson, uh... Pope Paul. Anyway. <laughs> you know. Hey, that's yeah. random, right? So is this next top topic. Yo, my dick's going to fall off if I don't piss. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like sexual chocolate. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... I did it for the rock. This week's top topic. You know something mean, Gene? John Cena. Wrestling's not fake. <laughs> the Rolex wearing what? Diamond ring wearing what? Kiss stealing. Woo! Wheel and dealing. What? Limousine right. What? Jet flying. What? Son of a gun. Woo! Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. If you Following ranking order and final decisions are a completely bias-based order. Based off, the professor and ODM made it. And as always, they like to let you know they have not worked in the business, but have been lifelong invested fans much like you, our listeners. With not only their opinions involved, but with countless amount of hours of research done each week, they make sure to provide proper facts and history to back it up. However, they do know that your opinion may vary from theirs. If there is anything you want to chat about, bring to their attention. If there is something they missed or forgot, or you just want to let them know they are out of their freaking minds, feel free to shoot them a message on Facebook or Twitter, or email them at the top of wrestling at gmail.com. As always, they do appreciate all feedback and continued support. At the end of the day, they want to make sure that you do see the best of the best before you die. And now, this week's top topic. Sorry about that, man. I had to finish off dinner. Did you just go eat dinner in between? No, 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 no. I had a, I've got a white chicken chili going, so I just shredded the chicken so everybody else could eat. Why does it got to be white? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. We're here. We're in. We're done. We're starting. Let's go. <laughs> or do you really want to count you, down? Or you want to just kind of run? No, fuck that. We're here. That's that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. It's the holiday show. We're fucking taking a week off. Our fans have probably never been happier. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you're a fan, that's kind of a weird thing. But uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what's what's funny is I think 
non-wrestling one was around the holiday season last year. Was it really? I believe it was pretty goddamn close. You know uh, what one year ago tradition. was, by the way? Not today, but one year ago, a couple of days ago. Ray DeVito, the baked potato. Remember that little story? The the bar owner where you saw that chick uh, lining up dudes like a circus seal. Uh. Yes, but same bar, different seal night. part. Same bar, di- yes, yes, yes. Same bar, different night. Sorry, you know, just kind of having fun. The bar that you'll never play at again. I'll, you'll never play in this town again. <laughs> For all seven hundred and seventy of you, <laughs> population says, just go, <laughs> leave, leave this place. You know what I like about this episode is that this is one of those ones where. It's just laid back. We can just shoot the shit. I don't have to provide you a whole lot of facts, so I can't really do what ODM generally does. I'm sure you guys generally hear the... Him, you know, hitting his little uh, chicken nugget pen while we're working on our show. No, no, I'm not saying, like, you're trying to hide it. I'm saying I'm such a talkative 20-minute story motherfucker that... I don't get a chance to do it. But today's a little bit different. I have no facts for you. You know what's funny is that even more so, do you remember our last non-wrestling? I was like, let me ask you a question. Do you have the, uh, and I I went through like, what's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? And we talked about guilty pleasure musicians. Yup, yup, yup. I went 100%. Just, here we go, man. We're raw. We're raw today, like Mondays. I have zero on the docket, so start it off. What's up, brother? How you feeling? Crazy talking. I, you know, I'm feeling pretty fucking good about life right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a crazy time with the holidays. You know, you got one kid, musician. He's playing a couple shows here and there. The other's doing the track thing. Um, you know, Christmas time, obviously, trying to formulate plans and. All that shit. My kid's birthday is December twenty third, so that just adds to the fucking stress. So uh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, there's that fucking chicken nugget pen. Ooh, gonna sound like the beginning of Sweet Leaf. (laughs) Kind of thing. Uh, (laughs) Is that Vin? Yeah. Yeah. Tell him I understand. Even as a December tenth birthday. I would get fucked. Ah, man, I got you at Christmas, or I'll take care of you. Um, it was funny because as a as a kid, my little sister was a, or still is, but a December second, and when we were little, they would combine our birthday parties, right? Mm. And you get one present, you know, and it's kind of like well, half ass one because we had to get two for you and your sister. This motherfucker is two days before Christmas. My heart goes out to you, brother. It really does, because I bet you have quite a bit of time where people go, yo, I just, here, here, it's kind of, it's both your gifts as one. Has that happened to him? No, we actually love our kids, so no, we take care of them. No, I didn't mean you. (laughs) I meant, like, family members. I didn't, I know I complain about my my dad and my brother. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about me and my sadness. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Like, does Nick give your nephew 
a birthday present and a Christmas yes. present. Yes, he does. Yeah, he makes out pretty well. Like well I said, let we me tell you like, how some of the fucking okay. Fantasias work. <laughs> They're like, listen, motherfucker, you're lucky you got one. And I'm not talking about my dad or the dickhead brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's 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 rough in the streets, you know. He is, uh, like I said, we got paper thin walls here. It's we're in, we're in kind of tight quarters, and he's out there somewhere. So I can't really uh, kayfabe it and tell you what we got him, but I think he made out all right. My older son now, is wait, not here now. Though, so. And wait, he's the one that plays music. Vinny, no, no he's the he's no. the athlete. Vinny's yeah, the Xavier's sports. The, Xavier's yeah, the music. Yeah, Javi's into music. So right behind me, you can see right there this, this big ass package right here. That's a that's a hard case for his Spectre bass. Uh, so it'd be pretty Do nice. You call him Javi now. Uh, he pretty much goes by Javi all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm so half Spanish, you know. I'm gonna have yeah, that's fine. You can call him Xavier. That's fine. You can have one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, hey, you get back in the kitchen. Xavier. <laughs> Xavier. <laughs> no, I still love the. Hmm. He smells like our garage. Goddamn right, I do, son. <laughs> yeah. Now he smells like my garage all the time. Jesus, that fucking kid. Anyway, cafe pal. Uh, yeah. Never mind. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> That's cool. You know, it's it is the holiday season, so we got some different uh, things coming up. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, this is something we've talked about multiple times, not you and I, I'm sorry, uh, but myself, my wife, uh, with some family members that just understand it. Do you understand the beauty of being on the road in an RV, choosing where you want to go? Yeah. And you don't have to worry about, is it the regular family or the in-laws, vice versa? Who's happy? Have you done enough time? Yada, yada, yada. All that bullshit. You know what I mean? And it changes throughout time, especially as your <laughs> Did you run a train there. on a fellow officer? <laughs> <laughs> Neither here nor there. I'm saying. It's, it's very funny, though, when you really think about, like... For us, we do not have to ever deal with that. They're like, oh, they're not in town, so cool. Well, fuck them. They're, we don't have to worry about including them. There's a sadness to it, right? You know, and you're like, oh, I'm not included. But sure, you don't have the, I have to travel from one place to another. Like, my in-laws to my own personal family is 100 and, no, not 100, maybe just about a hundred and some change in miles, about a two and a half hour drive. Plus living in your own house. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like trying to do your own thing. Right. I don't mind being on the road. I'm not going to lie. It's I, uh, there, there's gotta be something nice about it. I, uh, I had a buddy. I'm not going to put him on blast and name him. Uh, they might listen. So not trying to put your business in the street, but no names. You know, here. So I'll just tell you a story. Wiesner, Crosby, Meltzer. I mean, you named the only two people I hang out with. So, you know, it's 50 50. I called Dave. Um, <laughs> I called. What's his name? Dave. I, I said Meltzer, but what is it? Uh, it's not Dave. All right. Dickhead Dave. What? No, Dick that's Dave. right. But what's your buddy Dave? Mercer. Mercer. There it is. That's why I was yeah. like, it's not Meltzer. That's who I meant. I haven't seen him in a, in, a, in a minute. He did go to Xavier's uh, graduation party over the summer, so that was nice. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's weird. I'll, I'll get back into that in a second. But yeah, we don't need anyway, to. We're good. Th- this friend, <laughs> this friend, this friend, uh, this friend, uh, you know, is is cool because like you know what you mentioned, he kind of does this thing which Thanksgiving work. It's become a tradition with his family. When I say his family, I mean his wife and his kids, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that for Thanksgiving they don't go to anybody's house. They don't invite people over. It's the four of them, and they spend Thanksgiving together. I admire that. I think that's really cool for you to fucking put your foot down and say, no, this is my fucking family, and I'm going to spend time with them, and that's the only thing I'm going to concern myself with. There's a lot to be said for that. Has this person been on this show before? I have no idea. Anyway. I want to say this, though. This week. Good for you. And why I say that is, look it, I I actually bring that up because, you know what? It's a weird, random turn where our conversation could really go with today's show but you know it's always funny to us my wife and i so i was in my first year of fully married to my wife and my brother my dickhead brother left me more than a minute of a voicemail about how i was a piece of shit for not being with my own personal mother on mother's day the day before, on that Saturday, my wife, Hillary, and I spent several hours with my own mother. We had our own personal time where it was meaningful. Next day, we were over at her parents' house. This fucking cunt stick leaves me a voicemail. That's not your mother. You should be with your mother on Mother's Day. And it's the funniest fucking thing to me. It makes me laugh how like how much effort he put in to tell me I'm a piece of shit for doing that you know what i'm saying mm. and that's partially the reason when i say about the holidays i don't want to get uh, it's like you don't want to have that whatever but as minimal is just that right there you got to be with a mother for the mother yeah like, I, it's but what do you do when you're married and there's two sets of mothers and <clears throat> so i'm asking you uh, you know it's a weird thing to in a wrestling podcast do you just go with the fucking flow and just make things easy as fuck? I try, but I mean that doesn't always happen. So I mean sometimes you just got to get to a point and you've got to just say fuck somebody at some point, you know, not not in a hurtful way, but just in a you know what? It's not worth the fucking aggravation, so I'm just going to make a decision and if somebody doesn't like it, tough fucking break. Well, and it was always funny to us because like for my wife and I because I'm like I spent 3 full hours my wife, myself, and my mother hanging with her. Mother's Day, you may get one, maybe not even a full hour. When everybody's all there, all together, doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. shit changes when you're adults. And it's just weird how certain people hold on to certain things. What I'm trying to say is, if you have that during the holiday season where your families are tearing you one side to the other, I actually appreciate what you're saying. Your, your set of friends that are like, nope. Thanksgiving is us. We're at home. Us by ourselves. We do our thing. Mm-hmm. I fucking applaud that. I actually, personally, Hands I think it's down. awesome. Yeah, man. 100%. Now, this year, they got kind of thrown under the bus because another family member reached out and fucking crashed and just said, uh, we're going to have uh, uh, me and this other person are coming over. And they had to scramble to make more food and just do all that shit. Fucking There's a lot more to the story. I'm not going to get into it. But yeah, fucking <laughs> shitter was full. That there's an RV. <laughs> it doesn't matter how good that her eyes aren't crossed. 
falls down a well, <laughs> eyes go cross, kicked by a mule, goes back straight. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so here's something. You know what? I we took a break. We had to take a break before the top topic. Oh yeah. My wife my wife here. got home from work and uh, same. And I ran into her and we're talking and I had said how yeah, we actually talked about a little bit about how our uh, the movies we've watched and you're like, yeah, Scrooge, you know. And I said, well, not yet. Would you believe it? Well, you can it, likely because it's redone by every different version out there. Because it is a Christmas Carol story, she doesn't really care for Scrooge. Really. Yeah, I'm like, but it's a different version. I'm like, think Caddyshack to Chevy Chase, and or even uh, Chevy Chase's uh, Christmas Story, or not Christmas, uh, Vacation, to that. It's like, yeah, it just the story itself. It's like it's just meh, overdone, boring. Do you think Scrooge is? That's what I'm gonna look for. Like, capable of. Moving beyond the, just the story and being its own version, I do. Yeah, I mean it's Bill Murray, uh, Bobcat Goldwaith is fucking hilarious. Um, I just it, the, the comedy alone, it's just fucking great. The freak out in the restaurant. You Who's know. the uh, lady I brought her up? She's on Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. She is the uh, ghost. Carol Kane. Angel. Carol Kane. Yeah, she's Kane, so good. Yeah. She is. You get hit Fantastic. with a toaster. <laughs> I it, I don't even. Who's the taxi driver? Is he anybody in particular? It is Buster Point Dexter, I think. Ha, oh ha, ha. Yeah. no, shit! Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a deep cut. It is. Yeah. I feel so bad when the one guy dies. You should stay with Claire. Yeah. He, yeah. You can't tell me that doesn't bust you up a little bit. Uh, I don't oh no, no, no! When they go back and see his his mom, he goes, he goes. Oh, Dad must have forgot to put the Christmas lights up. Oh, <laughs> it's the only house on the block that's not lit up. And then the good night, Frankie Bear, whatever yeah. it is. And he's like Niagara Falls, Frankie <laughs> Angel. <laughs> that was a th- a three pound slab of beef. No, uh, giving that to a kid, milk fed, a milk kid, fed or veal. <laughs> 40 pounds Giving of that veal. to a kid on his birth uh, on Christmas. I mean, what a gift. My so she's not a fan of Scrooge. She's a big fan of Christmas movies. Scrooge is not hers. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you know, so I, let me I, ask I, you, know. you if I'm going to put one under the bus, I'm going to put another one under the bus. What's something uh, that you love that your wife would not want to watch? She doesn't like to watch, or she's like, nah, fuck it. I, I just don't care. But it's like one of your classics. Like Scrooge One to me, like, like mm. hang on, I don't mean Christmas explicitly like, or 10. no, it doesn't be Christmas. I'm saying like it's it's because it's Christmas. Like it's kind of one of those uh, uh, rites of passage, if you will. But like sure. for yourself, regular movie wise, anything that Mrs. ODM is like, yeah, I just that's that's you, and I don't give a fuck. Uh probably like Fight Club. Would probably be one. Really? Okay. Um. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Probably be one. 
Um, just not the cup of the tea, cup of tea when it comes to the psychological side of things. I mean, here, I, I guess, I guess here's one that's a little more hot takey, or you might have more of a conversation. Shawshank. She doesn't like Shawshank. Not really. No. Does she? Does she find it just to be like slow and boring or something? Never really gotten a full synopsis because you know I, she was telling me something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I've never really asked specifically. I know it's just not one of her favorites. Now some of the TV shows are, are, are you know, are the ones like I can't. It's hard for me to watch a TV show with her because most of the ones I watch because like the League. She wouldn't like the League. It's always sunny. She wouldn't like that. Um, like oh, I used to watch right. Archer. He hates Archer. You know, so it's usually the TV shows. Fair. Like Breaking Bad. I tried. She just wasn't getting into it you know so but she's doing yellow stone so that's a an oh 100 yeah she watches a, a, she watches a bunch of shit man she watches a bunch of shit and some of it's that's, really good too i mean i'll sit down and watch with her that's really funny though and it's uh it's funny you bring up a couple of those shows um league i've gotten you know I've a, a couple of seasons and i'm getting through there um oh man i i something you said a moment ago just kind of Threw me fuck fuck about your what do you talk about your wife? Hmm. <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you said. Either way. Um oh, Shawshank. That yeah. just shocks me. Yeah, right? It's a it's one of those ones where I'm like, I I don't know. The only thing I could say is it is a touch long. Maybe if they made it within two hours, perfectly dead on, maybe people would like it a little more. But uh, you need the extra little Andy Dufresne. He liked yeah. to just, he liked rocks. He liked chess. <laughs> sure. Okay, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Wait, I, was that Forrest Gump like? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right, well. Mom always said Andy I may not rocks. remember to actually do this in several days to you, but I guess I'll do a cheers right now. Hey, happy Merry Christmas. Happy holidays Merry to you, ODM. Kwanzaa Hanukkah. Yeah, you know. What are you having? Oh, it's a beer. It's cute. My good old beer. It'll go yeah. to. What yeah. do you think? You're 16. You're drinking fucking uh, vodka out of a water bottle. Uh, that was actually vodka out of a vodka bottle because oh, I no. am cool enough for that. Oh, that must be it. <laughs> <laughs> you got Goldschlager lined up next. Yo, holy shit! I ever tell you about the one and only time I had Goldschlager? It's, I'm it's sure one I know of those things where I'm like, ends. this has got to be the only time I'll ever do this because of this. Um, I was working at a jewelry store. I was selling diamond rings, all that shit at this point, right? About maybe a year or two before I met you. And we're out at a bar in Brockport, the smokehouse in Brockport. And everybody's mm-hmm. hanging out. We're all drinking. And uh, someone's like, yeah, you want to do Goldschlager? And I go, hmm? And they go, what it is? They bring over the bottle and they go, it's gold crystals. You know, they shake it up. It's like a fucking globe. And it has gold crystals. And I go, 
yeah, I sell shit like that for a living. I feel like maybe I shouldn't be drinking that. That's not a good idea. But right. I'll do anything once. I think we did a couple of them, right? Man, oh man, one of the only times you hear a fun story. Unfor- not necessarily, but like, whatever. Um, I don't remember anything from there. I do remember I got dropped off. I didn't drive home. And I was laying in the grass <laughs> in the morning. And my dad kicking me in the rib. And going, hey. And I go, oh, what? He goes, you should probably go to bed. I was laying in the grass in the front yard of the house. Whoever the fuck it was dropped me off and was like, well, Fantasia's, he is your problem now. Goodbye. Yep. And just left me right there in the grass. Um, I don't know who it was that even left me there, but that's how I remember Gold Slugger night for me. Won't do it again. I don't blame you. Uh, I don't blame I'm you. not even saying it's even bad of a drink. You know what I mean? It's kind of like being like, oh, I had vodka and same exact story and giving up vodka. But I don't know. I think it was the Gold Flakes. They fucking my intestines. Yeah, that must be it. It's, Lord, it might be the six. It might be the help. Help. <laughs> it might be the six shots you don't remember taking. Now, see, that's another one that <laughs> happened a lot. But yeah, okay. it tends to. I'm gonna double yeah. down. Hang on, double down. I have a gig at same bar, about maybe. Ooh, five, seven, we'll say seven-ish years later. The hockey team has just won a big championship or rugby or whatever the fuck it was. No, it was uh, it was definitely what's in winter hockey. Hockey team won a big fucking championship. And I said, I'm going to have one drink because... We're going to Niagara Falls the next day. My wife and I, and we're going to go have a good time. That boy was there because we used to get up and, you know, jam some tunes together. Even he remembered. I had my one drink. I was going to the cranberry and vodka. Going light. Yep. A little something to... Must have been your period. The best part of the part is when the uh, the guy asks him again on the second one. He just gives him the look like, really? I I don't know why that look is just. I'm like, <laughs> you have to sell on your eyes sometimes. Um, he even knew. I was on for a light night. That was my plan. Mm-hmm. I walk him out at halftime, leaving a drink unattended, and next thing I know. My wife is knocking, kind of pushing my body. I'm in my car. At the bar, everything has been put away inside of my car 100% fine, and I finished the entire fucking show. We found out. Motherfucker, you can be roofied by some fucking people who just want to see if the main singer will throw up or not. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because found obviously, you know, found exact reason. Um, but I was like, 
the bartender was like, I knew something was wrong when I heard that you were like, I would love to do an Irish car bomb right now with this hockey team. So I'm going to go ahead and say like 80, 90% sure as to who planted thy seed. But when Mrs. Professor showed up to pick me up, the snow outside with my cranberry and vodka looked like I was just puking up straight blood outside in the snow. Oh, great. Still went to Niagara Falls the next day. A little shaky. Got things together. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, man, that's what happens when you get roofied. You ever been roofied? Well, that took a turn. No, can't say I have. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to take a turn like that. I just, I don't know, man. Like Conversations are taking left and right turns. Roofling, roofling. <laughs> you keep saying that word. What's that? What, what, what does that mean? Why wow, you are literally the shittiest drug dealer on earth? <laughs> <laughs> Should call them floorsies. <laughs> Black Doug, yo, easy with that shit. <laughs> Should call them floorsies. You know, I don't know if I said this to you. My buddy brought it up to me. Hangover one. Classic. Writes itself. Absolutely. Hangover two, if you pay attention, they're all hungover. Hangover three, people just start getting kidnapped and shit. No one's drunk. There's no issue with anything. It's because it's a roundup of one and two. No one's hungover. Right. Interesting. I haven't seen the third one. Well, ruined it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't think I'm really running to the fucking TV to go watch it anytime soon. So, uh, John Goodman's in it. He's pretty good. All right, banana banana boat. <laughs> Nobody touches the merch, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so there calm. It is. Hey, I'm here to help everything out. That's all cool. Grabs it. <laughs> Nobody touches the merch. But then, <clears throat> how he so, does it all, and then he hands over. Oh my god! Second time today. Yeah. Spliff. Spliff Morgan, here, do this. And the guy's like, he answers with the white cop. He goes, huh? And then was it Don Cheeto goes, give me the goddamn thing. It's just like... <laughs> Fucking great. True, Fucking great. So, true story. Of... My wife fell asleep in the theater watching that movie. Really? Yeah. Well, it's another one she doesn't like, apparently. It's a long movie. It is. It was like 245. <laughs> Is it really that True. long? At like 2.30, I think. Yep. 2.30, 2.45. But I got to tell you right now, I will never forget. Do you remember when he's in the hotel room and he pulls out the mini of the drink and he walks away from it and then you see just his hand grab and swipe at it? No. All right, cool. Well, that was fun. Anyway, so apparently you've only watched. It. Oh my god, are you like the person that's only seen the the one scene with Cat Williams from School Dance? Like you've only seen no. the John Goodman scene of this. What I'm saying no, it's is, the... <laughs> so in that movie scene in Flight, there is a part where he grabs a mini shot or like a regular shot out of a uh, like a pocket shot out of the fridge there in the hotel room looks uh -huh. at it sets it down 
camera focuses right on it. Mm-hmm. And he walks away. And 10 seconds later, you just see Denzel's hand just slap across and pick it up. <coughs> right? That's what right. happens. I promise you the coolest fucking thing. I mean, certain things like in a theater when you're there, when it happens, when he did it, the whole crowd went, oh, out loud. And I'm like, it was one of the coolest moments to be a part of for that movie. I'll always remember is just that right there. That's what I was bringing up. But you ruined it all by not knowing it. So how long is the movie? You looked it up. Is that what you were doing? Two hours, 18. Yeah, anything over 90. My wife's like, peace out. Well, luckily, you don't have to live up to that standard, so. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I'm right there with you. This ain't the godfather. This is rat race. Fuck off. (laughs) I... You can't be 14 seconds. That's on you. You need to start conditioning I'm, yourself. I'm family guy. It's more like family guy, you know? 23 minutes without commercials. It's funny. You sound like family guy. All I could think about was a British. Almost. 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 Ah, there we are. Oh, splendid. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucking great. All right. It's all worth it for things like that. Yeah. It's all worth it for things like that. So, yeah, man. So, you don't have to do shit for the holidays, huh? You can just fucking chill out and just do whatever the fuck you want. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's kind of a a plus. She's going to work through some of the the days you get, you know, the time and a half we're working on holidays that we don't have family around. So, it kind of works out nice. We don't have to commit to anything. So. Kind of a lay low holiday. Sweet. Do you uh? So, do you get a bonus or anything from work? <laughs> the bonus is that I have a paycheck that comes in on a weekly basis, and I kind of do my job. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't mean like you know like a check necessarily. Like your boss. Yeah, I get a jelly a month month club, (laughs) and it's a gift that just keeps giving the whole year. All year. Yep. All right. That's fine. No, absolutely not. There is no plus. Of do you do you have a a, a, a no and and it's not and listen and no and it's not even a gripe necessarily because listen I honestly I'm in a very fortunate situation I know that my boss. Uh, values what I do. Uh, they pay me well. Um, they don't bust my balls. They don't micromanage. They let me do my shit. I've got a lot of flexibility, so I'm very fortunate. But no, I don't get like a like my guys. And this is this might sound kind of cheap here. So I mean, well, it's fucking content. So let's roll with it. I have three guys on my team that report to me. I'm a I'm a supervisor. Is that is that my title? Yeah, I think I'm a supervisor, right? I'm like I'm midway between like a manager and just an analyst, right? Um. But yeah, I, I just get him twenty. I get him a twenty dollar Amazon card. Bigger, you can get fucking anything from food to fucking whatever you want. Here's twenty bucks. I would give him a Visa card, but they charge you like a three fifty surcharge, and I'm cheap. I'm not paying a fucking surcharge to give somebody twenty bucks. You know what I mean? And working remotely, it's easy. I can just email them a digital one, and boom, there you go. Have at it, right? It's not a lot, and I tell them that. I go, I know it's not much. I said, but you know, it's just something to say. Hey, Merry Christmas! Thanks for what you do, right? I take that initiative. I do that. 
as much as I know my bosses respect me and appreciate me, and again, I'm compensated well, I know I don't get shit. <laughs> not a gift card, not a thing of cookies. You and know. that's you doing the right thing now, to your team to say you personally appreciate them. And right. I, I, I do find that in different ways with my division that I'm in in my company. Um, oh. Not always. But it's funny to me to hear um, where we're at pay-wise pay in my own personal company. Mm. And they're like, this has been the best year we've ever had we're making two million dollars a week i'm like it'd be cool if you showed it can i get a cut another <laughs> right can i can i get four bucks um give me a cheeseburger fuck all right it's tree fitty my point is that um it doesn't matter how much the corporate makes their dollar they're going to care about themselves and the the supervisors you have to do the over appreciation for the good workers so that it makes your job easy in the long run and but also not necessarily like you're using them but i'm saying like it's just it's a good team setup but if you all left tomorrow the company will you're spoke on the wheel the fucking the words mm -hmm. of cm punk i'm just spoke on a wheel and that's how I look at everything with my personal job right now. I'm a spoke on the wheel. I'm going to use you the way you're using me. Mm -hmm. And when that yeah. day comes to an end, you don't want Deuces. to use me anymore and I'm not using you. There's going to be someone else. There's mm -hmm. a billion jobs out there. I've seen enough help wanted signs. And I'm not just saying, like, oh, I'll just do anything. And maybe I would. But point is, I'm not going to be your bitch. I'm not going to be your bitch. <laughs> So that's cool. Uh, no, yeah. I uh, Christmas wise, uh, my company they just had a huge holiday company party this past weekend, and I had the opportunity to fly into town, and I opted not to. I was like, I didn't good. want to see you anyway. Well, and you know what's funny is that so many people. <laughs> no, I mean like no, you like the rest of my company can suck my dick. But <laughs> when I was <laughs> no, when I was talking to a couple of people, they're like, I just don't want to go there to to be there for the BS. The BS is yeah, your corporate boss being like, fly around me, everybody. You are welcome. Like when Ace Ventura comes home to his house and or his apartment. Uh, before ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Comes to his with, door. Uh, with and, and, he, and he gets on his knees and he, and all the animals come around him. That's what a boss wants. And that's what they want at a Christmas party. Thank you so much. Oh my God. <laughs> that's the bullshit that goes on in my company. It's, it's, man, I hate to do the Janet Jackson. What have you done for me lately? If you haven't done shit for me lately, go fuck yourself. And yeah. that's kind of how my, our company is. And so for me personally, if it, I know they're not listening to this, and if he is, suck my dick. <laughs> that being said, I didn't need to fly to town from California to New York. That would have been six hours up, six hours back. Twelve yeah. hours of flight. To go to a party that lasts forty or four or five hours, where you want us all to come up, shake your hand, kiss your ass, and they go, "Nah, 
I'm going to stay back home. I'm going to go to a party. I'm going to have a good time. And I'm going to ask this dude if he prefers one name versus another and completely forget the name he told me completely from the beginning. <laughs> Did you ever get an answer on which he preferred? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think he really needs to answer it. You know what I mean? I wish he was like, uh, in what setting? Like, like if he's a <laughs> casual, in office, formal. Like, uh, you got to listen to the hidden track. I will say this: that was another thing that came up this past weekend. We were talking about uh, Green Day's Dookie album. Why? Right. Because they were house sitting a dog by the name of Dookie. It huh. was the name was Duke. Hang on, the name of the dog was Duke. By this Spanish couple next door, and they said, "Could you watch our dog for the weekend?" And we call him Dukey. And so we're like, "Here, Dukey, Dukey, here, shithead, here, poop, here, poop, shit, Dukey." Either way, it came to all of those names. But that being said, it was during that exact time that we started to realize that. Wait. Those calls are oh, oh Jesus God. fucking Christ. No, it was the exact time of the Ken versus Kenny conversation. And we started talking about, right before that, about uh, Green Day and their hidden track. Hmm. And wasn't it the, the last track... It's not like it was an extra track. It was like you had to hang on to the final track of that album and keep fast-forwarding like two to three minutes to get to the extra song, right? You know, I wasn't a huge Green Day fan, didn't have the CD, so I couldn't tell you. This whole fucking hidden track idea was your idea. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of albums I listened yep. to had hidden tracks, just not fucking Green Day. <laughs> that wasn't one of them. <laughs> yup. Yo, yep. this whole robbery idea was your idea. What are we doing? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ideas. Not all of them are good. Look at the Monday Night Wars for fuck's sake. We have to do this podcast at least for another three years just to get to the end of it. <laughs> Two and a half. Whatever. We could quit if you want to. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. And we'll call ourselves the TOW 2.0. No, we're not doing that. What if we do a lot of Adderall and we just really spruce the whole show up the way TK does? And we do like a tournament of each. Never mind. I lost it. I'm fucked. Why don't we just do a couple of, uh, you know, blow a couple rails and then just reenact dynamite every week? That ought to be something. (laughs) <laughs> you're not gonna like this but i kind of like that idea like that's yeah i kind of figured it yeah let's talk off air <laughs> I, I have a couple ideas i want to run by you <laughs> and we're done three two one stop recording <laughs> yo were you serious about that idea about the uh doing rails <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't. <laughs> That's a negatory, by the way. No. Why? <laughs>
five dog hodges. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, dude. Like I need, I do a fucking five hour. I'm up till like if I did a five hour at ten a.m. I'll see it. Jesus, like three a.m. If I, I saw Tony Khan in public, I would find the nearest gas station, buy a five hour energy, and drink it just so I could be on his level, or at least closer. <laughs> Maybe one of those Panera lemonades that kills people. I just, well, I wow. All right, nothing. <laughs> I, I had a lot. I had a lot, and my mind was like, "How about this? How about this? How about this?" You're too fucked up to follow up with an answer. Kung kung kung. No. My thought really was is like I'd like to be the fly on the wall and actually hear his response to that. But then I'd be a fly and I'm attracted to garbage and that's gross. And that's kind of weird. And all right. Brian. That's just like that's flow chart. I sent it to you the other day. <laughs> Tell me the story. A to B. Well, hang on. Here's A to Z. Q R M. <laughs> couple loop backs, you know, a couple two tree. Dude, you lost it even during the bring it to the table this week ago. Oh, thank God you said that. I didn't even know what uh, segment we were on. Look, sometimes, again, it is an audio show where I have to create visuals. Let me tell you what I'm seeing right now when I see ODM. <laughs> so you're the Michelangelo Ready? of flow and you write pictures Ready? with Hang poems? On. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Hang on. Ready? Ready? Let me see the background i see that i see that an asshole wow see see how well that worked out it was perfect i saw you asshole. except for like the hearts in the background oh that's surprising. those are actually can they're candy canes candy canes You're... oh but they look like hearts they're like you know yeah it's clever oh curve it, yeah, it's just yeah, curve. You know, just like your schwanz. Oh, takes that like left the turn. Time you know, the like, bend. Hey, man, like, don't tell anybody on air about this, but my my dick is kind of curved like a candy. Do cane. you know that we're closing in on four hours? All right, so let me ask you. This <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> it was your idea to go. Bigger, better, and weirder for yep. non-wrestling. Fight. Hey, it's the holidays, son, man. It's uh, We got to get it all of the systems and uh, be it's primed and ready holidays. to go after the New Year. Something. Dude, I got to tell you this. So my wife listens to fucking, <laughs> I think it's Warm 101.3 while she's doing she's baking cookies. She's been baking cookies for a week straight, dude. It's crazy up in this place. There's so much <laughs> fucking powder in the kitchen. It looks like a Coke den. Pull so my cookie down. <laughs> Y'all need to take baking powder and cocaine and mix it up and make crack. <laughs> Is that what you were getting to? No, it's not. <laughs> um, and so so she's listening to Christmas Station, right? <clears throat> so yesterday, I'm helping her out, and it was getting late. I mean, we were hitting like midnight. And it's funny because every once in a while, the station, you know, a guy would come out, and I'm like, the following is a paid advertisement for generic records. Here's Joe Blow. 
and it was a god-awful Christmas song, and they would do that once every 15 minutes or so, and I feel like this generic record is just this bootleg record label that's like, yo, you an aspiring musician? Write a Christmas song. Guarantee you will play it on the radio. It might be at 2 in the morning, but we're going to play it, and bro, they were so goddamn awful. It was the worst. All right, I got to look it up. Is it as bad as Dominic the Christmas Donkey? <laughs> it's it's the some of them are, are just as bad uh, as uh, the hippopotamus song. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I hate that fucking song. I do like the. I really can stay, but baby, I'll rape you if you leave out this house. <laughs> I got to go away. I'll kill your family it's, if you don't. Well, fuck me I mean, right I, now. I, obviously, no means no, but you know the implication. <laughs> <laughs> to say no 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 you keep using that I'm word gonna make you say yes yes or i'm gonna fucking plead for my life this really got weird and we're the top it, of yeah, wrestling yeah. podcast here's five words from odm see you next year bitches the top of wrestling podcast is brought to you by the Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are the Professor Mark Fantasia and ODM, the Doc Joe Rizzo. Feel free to reach out to the show by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com on their Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. You can listen to the show on most popular platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Without your continued support, it would be just some guys talking wrestling, which is pretty much what it is anyway. Good night, folks. He goes, hey, I got a buddy that's coming over later. Now, I saw on his phone, he had him named Nicky Poo. Nick is his name, right? He It was just like, it's a fun nickname, or not fun nickname, like I guess whatever the story was behind it. But Wes is in the middle of trying to make the chili, and he goes, here, Hillary, talk to him and tell him what the address is. And she's like, I've never talked to this fucking dude before. And I go, hey, man, great op- uh, great opportunity for me to tell you. When you get here, my dog is going to want to look like she's killing you, but she actually is just excited as fuck, I promise you. It's fine. Because Nova's a fucking, she's a psycho, and she, every time she meets a guy, she loses her shit. And he gets there. We're hanging out. He blows glass for a fucking living and oh. is absolutely like, okay, some of the things that he was showing us, he made these marbles that have like tiny homes inside of them, like, like intricate fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. li- like it was fantastic. We're in then he brings over a whole giant fucking dab setup, right? Cause he blows. It, Sounds about right. Have you dabbed? Have you dabbed? Uh, I don't think I have. Then again, who okay. knows? I've done it twice now. Yeah. First one, I couldn't stop with the in, trying to pinch a cough off, kind of like uh, yeah. Dennis. But it was like, <laughs> where you just keep doing like the out loud heartbeat, basically. And, but this one, this guy 
had a whole fucking system reason as to oh, why I've you do it some. a certain way. Oh, yeah, I've seen Oh, yeah. yeah. He has a ball that was in it that keeps the thing going for you. Um, like, so when it's lighting and you're sucking, a little BB size of a ball, a plastic ball's in there, spinning around this one spot to keep it circulating. He was like, and I was like, you're blowing my fucking mind here. Anyway, a little bit of time has passed. We're all standing in the garage, by the way, at this point. Hillary is folding uh, some laundry over at the at the thing in the garage there because our dog fucking puked, so we had to clean some shit. Um, I, I just, so I go, yo, so do you prefer Ken or Kenny? Because... I, cause I was like, I kept getting like, yo dude, yo dude. And I go, do you prefer Ken or Kenny? And it got silent, man. Hillary looked over at me like, the fuck did you just say? And he goes, um, and I go, fuck, that's not your name, is it? Yeah. And he goes, no, (laughs) no, I know I told you his name in the beginning here. I'm saying hours passed, a lot of dabbing and smoking and fucking drinking has gone on. I'm, I'm like, do you prefer Ken or Kenny? And everybody was like, what the fuck is this dude even talking dude, about? You just so randomly that, asked him if he preferred to be called by a different name. Well, not even that. More like which version of well, the what name context. That he's not named. Well, which do you like? Just curious for no reason. But he goes, and so then I go, well, hang on. In all fairness, do you know my name? He goes, nope. <laughs> so we, like we both started laughing. 